All right, guys, welcome to Remotely Wasted, formerly known as the last <laughs> podcast for, for one week. Um, we're going to be covering a lot of different things on this on this show if you didn't catch us last week. Um, but for the time being, we're mostly covering college football, uh, rankings, Heisman stuff, a lot of different things like that. Um, if you want like a full on introduction, we have an episode last week. Feel free to check it out. Um, but yeah, I say we jump right into it. Um, thanks for watching. If you watched this last week, uh, we appreciate the feedback. My audio was shit last week. Got that figured out. Um, we're still figuring things out. We are totally open to criticism. So any criticisms you have, any critiques, anything you want us to improve, any requests, just uh, reach out to us and let us know and we'll we'll do our best. Um, so what I want to start out this week um, is with the the ranking is just like we did last week because I feel like that opens up a lot of conversations. Um, yeah. So we'll get into it. Uh, we'll just start off with like the top 10. Um, make sure this is, yeah, it's the right top 10. Just making sure it's AP because like ESPN and Bleacher Report all have like different yeah. things. I think AP is probably the uh, the better of the team. That's like the official one they use on like TV and shit. Like that'll be like what the ranking is next to the team. Yeah. Um. So let's see. I agree with the top 10. So I want to go through the whole top 10. We have Arkansas at number 10, Kentucky at 9, Oklahoma State at 8, USC at 7, Oklahoma at 6, Clemson at 5, Michigan at 4, Ohio State at 3, Alabama at 2, and Georgia at 1. I I agree with the teams that are in the top 10. I do not agree at all yeah, with the way they're in uh, order. Some, some older changes. Um, nothing, so, nothing drastic. Yeah, what 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 stands out to you? What what would you change looking at it? Um, I'd probably have Oklahoma at five over Clemson. Uh Clemson's been looking a little shaky to start the year. Um, they didn't do very well last year, so it's not like they have a great season to, you know, kind of propel them in the rankings like you know, Alabama and Georgia and whatnot. Um I think USC and Oklahoma State are kind of good where they're at. Kentucky is they deserve to be right there after after knocking down Florida, who was sitting at twelve the previous week, uh, and then Arkansas's looked pretty strong. I I don't think Arkansas or Kentucky will stay there for long, but um, that's really that. And I'm glad you know Georgia finally jumped Alabama, which is how the season should have started. I mean, you would think with the defending national champions, they should just start off number one, like just automatically. Exactly, and then even if they you know, have a, you know, average recruiting class, like, just, just leave them number one. That If they have a bad team, they'll lose eventually. Um, and as we've learned, recruiting classes don't really mean that much when it comes down to Texas it. Texas A&M? Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll Look get at into you. that. Um, so, going into that, do you agree with their top four? What would your top four be? Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with it. Um, I said Clemson's probably would be a six in my eyes so they don't need to be up there uh OU hasn't been looking super strong I mean I think they're still trying to catch their stride they get a new QB new coach um USC is probably going to catch fire so they could be, be sent at that five spot if Clemson eventually loses and then all they gotta do is wait for Ohio State and Michigan to beat each other and then Georgia and Alabama to beat each other and then, you know, that could propel Oklahoma and USC up in there or Oklahoma State if they beat Oklahoma this year. 
because um, I don't really see those teams losing to any other team. Maybe Baylor. Yeah, and they they weren't looking too good against BYU. No, and then yeah, USC is probably gonna you know stomp out everybody outside of Utah, which that would be an interesting game. But, so yeah, I'm gonna come through with another another hot take um, on my on my top four because I'm I'm trying to be consistent with the way I rank the teams, and I'm kind of going off of resume, a little bit of strength of schedule, but then also like teams doing what they're supposed to do. So, like, if a top team blows out a just terrible team, they're going to get average. credit for that because they did what they're supposed to do. Um, yeah. So, my my top four going into this, I got Georgia at one. I got Ohio State at two. Michigan at three. And then this is, like, my hot take of the week. Damn, Last week, I put, I put Florida – at three this week i got kentucky at four Kentucky, um, <laughs> yeah i got kentucky at four then i got my my next two like uh, first two out i got clemson at five ou at six and really it's just because i'm trying not to be biased is why i put clemson above ou what do you got man at a seven like they'd be they'd be right seven i don't have usc at eight like jesus okay um yeah i mean i could see bama realistically sitting like based off the way that they've looked i mean they got it were at utah state as they should and then they should have lost to texas um i i i could i could see them sit at four and five comfortably without I, I, you know in my head it's a loss for 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 bama it was going to be a loss a backup hurt quarterback yeah and if quinn ewers was there they was beating them by double digits like i'm thinking 17 because uh, he he was cooking and booking, and they had they had no answer for him. Uh, their defense was playing okay, and then he went out, and it was they were still holding them holding them pretty steady. And then you know a couple couple missed you know missed opportunities on the defensive side for Texas. That wide open sack on the last drive would have pushed the field goal yeah, out. Poor, poor tackling. Pretty far. Uh, potentially would have made it a miss. You know, Alabama's notorious for missing field goals. That that missed a 20-yard field goal from Texas could have shifted that that blown call, that safety. Safety fucking, you know, roughing the pass, whatever the fuck that incomplete, was. Incomplete. I, I, now looking back at it after I, I've kind of analyzed the clip a little bit, I, I think it was an incomplete pass. Um, Yeah. I, I don't think it was a safety, but. You would I would have liked to see it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I feel. And we we hate Alabama. I mean, like this, we, we have no reason to be unbiased. We, we hate Alabama. I'm just tired of seeing Alabama. That's the thing. I mean, like I respect Alabama. Yeah, but definitely. fuck Alabama. At the same time, roll tight. So rounding out the uh, rest of the top twenty-five. Um, there's there's a few interesting things going in there. Um, BYU jumped all the way up to twelve which is well-deserved in my opinion. Um, Miami at 13, they're, they're slowly, quietly kind of moving up a little bit. Um, got the coach from Oregon from last year. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Mario Cristobal? Yeah, I, I, forget, I didn't know how to pronounce his last name. Yeah. Um, and then we have Texas with a loss jumping up to 21, which is really interesting. Them going from unranked, still <laughs> losing – but but jumping up to twenty one, I mean, I get it because they really played great, but it's just weird. It's weird. There's undefeated teams that are not in the top twenty five. 
Yeah, you don't really see that much. I mean, they're taking a spot from, you know, you got Marshall sitting at the highest, like 85 votes. Yeah. Um, Appalachian State. I mean, they're they're one and one, so that would be kind of weird. Kansas State's looking pretty good. I'd be con- I'd be okay with Kansas State sliding up, and then North Carolina's two and zero. Oh. Um, yeah, that is weird. Um, Florida BYU, State. I mean, you guys are two and zero. I mean, we play Friday. It would be if we beat Louisville, then we'll be in there. But yeah, BYU's probably gonna go undefeated. Um, I mean, the the hardest game they got is Arkansas left. Ooh, so, and I got some, I got some shit with Arkansas going through this episode. It's at um, home. I mean, they're on the road at Notre Dame. Oh, they do go on the road at Oregon, but I think they'll take them. Um, so they, they'll, they'll probably be running a Cincinnati type setup from last year, or maybe even squeaking at four and probably get blown out. Um, that's possible. Yeah. And then Miami, you know, they they got a, a decent schedule, so I don't, I don't see them winning out. Um, I can see Utah coming back up there. I, I'm, I'm a fan they, they of Utah. Looked, they, they looked good in their they second real game. Good. They looked real good. I I was worried about them, but now I'm like, they might be able to win the Pac-12. They look like they could take USC on, which we'll get. Well, this is pretty much our opportunity to get into USC because I don't really see us getting back into USC. Um, yeah. Did you Did you catch much of the game? I didn't. I didn't watch any of that game. I, I didn't get the, a chance to watch too many of the games. I mean, I caught you know a couple of the big ones, but I was kind of busy this week and had to resort to the highlights and stats. So I mean, they looked really good offensively. Defensively, they didn't look as good as it looks on paper. Yeah. So Stanford turned the ball over in the red zone twice uh, before the half. That would have made the score twenty-eight twenty-one before the half. I, I think instead it was like twenty-eight to seven. Um. So I think Stanford shot themselves in the foot quite a bit, and I fucking hate USC, so I'm not going to act like I'm not a little bit biased in this. I think they're going to have the best offense in the entire NCAA this year, um, without a doubt in my mind. But their defense is questionable. Alex Grinch is he, – he's, 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 he's okay. Um, but I know from having him as a coach of one of my teams, uh, he, he, he's, not, he's not the best. I think USC is going to end up like a lot of those OU teams have the last few years. Their offense is going to propel them to the playoffs, and they're going to face a team that actually has defense that could kind of stop them a little bit. Yeah. And they're not going to have the defense to match their offense. Or, this is where I see USC. I see them, you know, maybe getting in a shootout with a, a random team on their schedule and potentially dropping a, a weird game. I mean, they got Oregon State on the road. Oregon State is a, a trap team. They got Utah on the road. They got UCLA on the road, rival. So I don't. That's one of those games that could go either way. Like, yeah, and then they got Notre Dame at the end of the season. So if they can figure their shit out, then I don't know. But it's it's a decently it's decently tough schedule. What do you think about um, Texas A and M remaining in the top twenty five after that loss? I don't think they should. I mean, you got you got upset by Appalachian State, like. Appalachian State is a, a very good team this year. Uh, I, I, I definitely see them getting into the rankings, but Texas A&M did not look good. They're, they need to get their QB situation figured out. Um, it, Overrated. It not, absolutely. They had, what, the number one recruiting class in the history of the, of the you know, stat that they've been recording recruiting classes this past year. Uh, yeah, granted, none of those people are probably playing in this game, but like that's just like an inclination of kind of like what they've been doing. 
recruiting wise and they've had a you know top i think top five recruiting class like the last couple of years so they they have you know five-star talent i think i seen a stat it was like uh a&m like five-star recruits it was like an astronomical number and appalachian state had like a one or something like that like yeah granted five the stars don't fucking really matter when it comes down to playing but like it's just like a crazy like ba- imbalance and they they should they should be winning that game so i, I don't think they should be ranked yeah i, I agree with you and the recruiting is a major part of college football as far as coaching, but there's also the the X's and the O's, the play calling, that stuff in college football. And I'm questioning if Jimbo Fisher actually has those talents. Um, yeah. Because we've seen him kind of fizzle out at the end of S- FSU, um, which he kind of was built off of uh, Bobby Bowden. He kind of inherited that. So... And he had a Heisman quarterback. Like, kind of, it's kind of hard to fuck that up. Um, yeah, and then he, he hasn't really performed with Texas A&M since he's been there. Like, he they drop a, a game or two to some some teams that they should probably win, and they they get beat by the teams that are better than them. So, I mean, yeah, they beat Bama last year, but and that's it. I mean, like every now and then they put. A, I mean, like the SEC is so stacked. You're gonna eventually pull off an upset. Exactly. So it's yeah. I don't think he really has. Like, yeah, he's a very good recruiter when he wants to. Like those last couple of years at FSU, he did not recruit very well for us. I think because he was, you know, on the way out, he knew he was leaving, um, and just didn't really care about recruiting, which kind of fucked us for almost the last nine years eight years eight years roughly so yeah it's um, yeah well and I, i'll have more to say about texas and i'm going forward on this man. but going forward uh what was your biggest takeaway of the of the weekend uh the upsets i mean it was it was like upset central like i was looking at the schedule for this weekend and i was like ah there's you know nothing crazy you got alabama texas i was like that's that's probably the you know the really only one game i was kind of looking at as being you know a really good game um i mean looking at you know the top couple teams nobody was playing nothing no nobody was playing nothing crazy other than like baylor and byu um texas a&m got upset by appalachian state marshall upset notre dame at Notre Dame, um, let's see, Kentucky upset Florida in Florida, like, what? Uh, Pittsburgh went down, I think that was it, I feel like there's one more. Yeah, I think that's, there was like, there was like four ranked teams I lost this year, and three of them were upsets. Yeah, it was, it was rough. It was crazy, I, it's, I mean, on an off week like this, when you're not, there's not no, you know, top, top 10 matchups and it's not an upset, but you don't really have top 10 teams losing unless they're playing each other or another ranked team sort of right outside the top 10. Like you don't ever have a weekend where you got Marshall and Appalachian State taking down two top 10 teams that are not in a power five conference. Like it's just, it was a crazy, it was a very crazy weekend. The Marshall one was a little bit more surprising to me, just based off the fact that Notre Dame had just lost. You'd think they would have bounced back a little bit better. Now I'm I'm worried. Like I'm worried about their coach's job. Like I don't know because Notre Dame is one of those big schools. It's probably like like a top yeah. five like program 
they really they don't lose. They like, they're just one of those teams. You could have a four loss season and you're out of there. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So my biggest takeaway of the weekend was just injuries. Uh, shot a lot of teams in the foot. We look at uh, West Virginia or not West Virginia, Pittsburgh with Slovis getting hurt, and then their backup quarterback was a little banged up. Yeah, they lose to Tennessee. That's a that's a team that I thought could maybe be a sleeper playoff contender. Tennessee. And they they are uh, um, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah, Pittsburgh, and they still could if the committee gives them a pass for the injury at this game. Because if Tennessee, they look if Tennessee has a if Tennessee has a good season, then they could. Tennessee as well. Josh Heupel is their head coach right now. Really good offensive mind. The SEC is stacked right now. Yep. Usually, I think it's a little bit overrated, but this year I'm like, no, they're 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 pretty fucking stacked. Um, and then we have, of course, Texas. The injuries going on in that game. And then, you know, Card gets hurt. He's wobbling on one leg. Yeah, it was crazy. Both of those games, like, the starter got hurt, and then the backup, like, also got hurt. But, like, stuck it out all the way to the end of the game. And Even the healthy Card, I think, could have beat Alabama in that situation. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't really. He had that one good run, but he was not able to like move at he all. He used the very last of his strength. <laughs> uh, I wonder, have you seen anything? Like, was he actually hurt, or was he just kind of banged up a little bit? You know, I actually didn't do any research on that. I'm. A, he looked hurt. Like he did. He. I. I feel like he got a sprain at the very least. They both looked like they had like either an ankle or a knee injury. I think. Um, I think it was Collard had the ankle. They they was they was talking about it in the game, saying like because he was he wasn't able to like on his plant foot he wasn't able to really drive the ball, so I mean he wasn't really able to make any of those kind of downfield big throws. This is why teams need to get their third string quarterback ready, so you don't have a the punter wobbling dude on the on the field. It reminded me a lot of last year. I don't know if you remember the Auburn Alabama game from last year. Auburn's quarterback got like it was a similar injury where he was just wobbling around the field. It goes to like multiple overtimes, and the SEC has this new rule where like it's after the third or fourth overtime, it's just like straight two point conversions. They just go back and forth on two point conversions. Yeah, and Auburn I, dropped the game. I, I don't remember that game. Like I feel like I watched it, but like off the top of my head, I don't remember it. I remember it because of how pissed off I was, <laughs> and and also it was bedlam that night, which made me even more pissed off. <laughs> So going forward from there, um, we got player of the week. Who's your player of the week this week? Uh, I got CJ Stroud. Uh, they, he had a really good game. I mean, they didn't really play anybody. They got Arkansas State. Um, let's let's pull up his let's his stat line. All right, so he had you know sixteen for twenty four, sixty seven point seven completion percentage. Threw for 351 yards and four TDs, no picks, 93.7 QBR. Uh, pretty pretty solid game. I mean, kind of across the board for, you know, kind of the top QBs. I, I think he kind of stood out as probably one of the better ones. Um, I mean, Drake May for North Carolina had a really good game. Stetson Bennett had a good game. Um, Bryce Young had a, a good game. But I, I think he was kind of my, my player of the week. Um, just based off, you know, performance-wise, 
And you could probably argue somebody else based off of just, you know, playing a better team or, you know, just looking better actually in the game compared to, like, the stat line. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at, like, Cam Rising for Utah. Like, they blew Utah Southern the fuck out. Like, you, you, put, you hung, like, they hung 73 points on them. Like, yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty nice. Um, but, yeah, I got CJ Stroud. That's fair enough. I have him, like, towards the top of my list. Um, I have Raheem Sanders from Arkansas, their running back. He rushed for 156, two touchdowns. Um, He's one of those sleeper Heisman candidates for me. Arkansas is looking really good so far in the season. They beat Cincinnati. They go and beat South Carolina the second week. South Carolina, they haven't looked (laughs) great, but, I mean, they got the talent. They got – they got Radler. They got Stogner at their tight end. Their coach is pretty solid. They just haven't put it together yet, but I feel like that's a win later on in the season. Might look really good for Arkansas. Um, we'll just have to see what Arkansas does from there. Um, but, yeah, CJ Stroud did really good. Um, had a little bit of help from Marvin Harrison Jr., who's looking really impressive. I don't know if you caught his stat line. I mean, they also didn't have Smith and Jigba, too, which is, you know, his – favorite target um so i mean that's a little it's a little more like impressive coming off of you know the, the a notre dame game where he didn't look super great smith the jigma got hurt and then just doesn't have him and just continue to just ball out like yeah ohio state probably has like the best receiving core in the country so he, he should be should be going nuts and he's one of the heisman favorites so he should be going nuts so i mean it's to be expected yeah the the thing with Ohio State that I'm concerned about is after that Notre Dame loss to Marshall, how much does that Notre Dame win actually mean now? Yeah, it was kind of the question mark. It was a close game, and Notre Dame has no offense. Their quarterback is a bomb. He also got hurt. He's out. Yeah. Another injury. Um, so I don't think it looks super good for Ohio State, but, I mean, it it, it is a win against a thin-ranked you know, eight. Notre Dame, so like, I don't know. I don't think it's that great of a win, but that's just me. Yeah, we'll have to see going forward. So we might have the same person for this one, the most disappointing performance by a player. Who 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 you got? I got uh, coming back for the second week in a row. My boy Spencer Petrus. Oh no, shit, <laughs> dude! They had another horrible game. Like they. I don't. He's a senior. Like they, they won ten games last year. That, they just part of the coach, didn't they? Iowa. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They, they I lost think they just Iowa fired. <laughs> they, if they didn't, they should. They lost to Iowa State. You know, ten to seven. He threw for fucking ninety-two yards and a pick. Uh, on the season, he's got three point four QBR, like which is like second in the country. Um. No touchdowns, two hundred and one total yards and two picks in two games. Like that's that's just terrible. Like and they're they're sticking with them. They're they're not they're not taking them out. Um I I it just it has to be talked about based off how how good Iowa's been. And he's a senior, like they've been a respectable team for for at least five, six years now. Yeah, they're one of those teams that, you know, could win the Big Ten, like that. I mean, I don't think they'll go undefeated and win the Big Ten, but they they can win the Big Ten almost every year. They're a good trap team. Like you don't want to play in Iowa. Uh, they have a great home 
home stadium, home atmosphere. And he, I mean, they got Nevada next week, and they're just going to get rolled by them, I'm assuming. And he's probably going to have a similar stat line, and we might be talking about him next week. <laughs> I'm not letting off of him until there's somebody worse. Until there's somebody worse. There's nobody worse. Like, I mean, maybe like Hawaii's QB. I don't even know who the fuck he is, but they got absolutely blown out by Michigan. So, like, I just. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you mine, which is who I thought yours was also going to be. Um, Haynes King from Texas A&M. 97 yards passing. He's not, he's not good right now. I think he can be good. 21.3 QBR. Yeah, I mean, he has the potential to be good. Like, he's got he's got the talent. I just I don't know what the fuck he's got going on. Um, it might be coaching. I mean, like it could be coaching. Um, also, there's like a QB battle. He might just not be ready. Which let's see, he's a sophomore, so he's he's a little young. He might he, not have his job for much longer if he keeps fucking around. I, I think there's a lot of people at Texas a and who might not have their job for for much longer. No, yeah, I'd probably not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that would have been you know honorable second for me probably. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of combing through the games and I was just like you know looking for anybody that kind of stood out. Like because outside of the games you watch for the week, if you're not you know watching every game, like you don't really know who's having these bad games. And I was like, well, I I I'd heard I'm about search of Iowa because I bet he's uh, playing like shit again. <laughs> I already heard about it. Like I seen how bad they did that. I was like, okay, let me check his stat line. Fucking boom. Yeah, and then, like, out of the, you know, the top 25, is, which is really mainly where I'm looking. I'm not, you know, looking for a fucking FCS school unless, you know, dude goes zero for, like, 100 on passing or something yeah. astronomical. It's going to you know, make headlines, but... Yeah, We're normally top... looking for a power five guy. Yeah. And he's my guy for now, so we'll see. <laughs> if you're watching... <laughs> I don't hate man, this man hates you. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Even, I don't know anything about the guy, but I just know he's not good. He thinks you're a bitch. I'll fight him. So I'm um, going from there. Uh, Heisman top five. Who who, who you got? Uh, it's it's pretty similar to last week. Uh, I had I got one dropping out, one moving in, and kind of shuffled around a little bit. Uh, number one, C.J. Stroud, just based off of. You know, he had a really good game this week, probably arguably better than maybe some of the other people in my top five. And, you know, they're an undefeated team. They're ranked number three. That all goes in his favor. He's got a chance to win the Heisman Trophy. Um, so I, I got him number one. But, I mean, you could argue the top three in any order for me. Uh, Stetson Bennett, too. He didn't have as big of a crazy game as he did last week. He had a really good game, and they weren't also really playing anybody, just like Ohio State. So it's like, you know, they can, you kind of interchange him. Uh, Bryce Young, number three, he, he played a really good game and he led his team to a win, which, I mean, you could probably, if you want to take that one nugget and slide him up into one or two based off of, you know, the, the leadership aspect and the clutch factor, uh, I could definitely see it and honestly wouldn't have any problem with it. Um, I just also think because he is, you know, the Heisman winner last year, I don't, I don't know if they would give him back-to-back Heismans if he has not having a, like, if he's not the old, he has to be break, breaking records. Like. He has to be just better than the people that are right there with him. And, I mean, if he goes into the Heisman, you know, at the end of the season and he's just sitting there with the other guys, like, I don't know if they would give it to him. Like, 
I, th- I feel like you have to do something crazy to deserve back-to-back Heisman's. Like, something crazy. It's only happened one other time. And yeah, that I, was, like, 40 years ago. I mean, if they're in the if they're in the fucking playoffs and in the championship game, because the Heisman comes out right before the, the final, the championship game, I'm pretty sure. It comes out the week after the conference championship. So, right after the playoffs have been announced. I believe yeah, this so, one comes out. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. And then uh, for Caleb Williams, uh, he's having he's he's cooking. Um, based off you know their their schedule and then the, the Pac-12 is kind of no, no defense. He could you know catapult himself up in a first just based off of how many yards he's throwing. Um, and then that that could be also a disadvantage for him because you you got like Stetson Bennett, Bryce Young, and um, C.J. Stroud right up there ahead of him playing you know better teams consistently. Yeah. Uh, but I think he could potentially move himself up, and I think he probably will. He's going to have a good year. Uh, and then five, I still got B. John Robinson. He he had a pretty good game for – he had 100, what, like 100 yards rushing on Bama and like a touchdown. I mean, the t- the touchdown he had was kind of a walk-in. Um, and I didn't really see enough to take him out of my top five. And, um, I mean, there's some people sitting there right on the edge that could very well hop up in there. Um, Drake Mays sitting four in QBR on the season. And Caleb Williams, he's at number two on the season, 97.4. Like um, Drake May, if they go, you know, have a really good year and he throws for more yards, he can get himself up in there. Uh, Quinn Ewers, he he would have probably I probably have He could have had his highest moment right there. I if if he wouldn't have got hurt and they would have beat Bama, I'd probably hit, have him sitting at four or five on this list based off that one game alone. Um other than that, I mean, there's no one. Cam Rising for Utah, he's top 10. If they come back and have a good year, he can get himself up there. Um, Jordan Travis, I mean, we'll see how he looks this week. KJ Jefferson for Arkansas. I, other than those, like that that 10 right there, I, I, I think it's going to be one of those 10 that's going to win it. Yeah, okay. I mean. I, I rambled on a little bit there out of, out of my top five. I mean, I, I agree with most of your top five. Uh, I have a few differences, uh, mainly in order, then a couple. Let's see. I don't think I've left. I left one guy out that you that you had. Um, I actually have Caleb Williams at number one, just based off the way he's looking so far. Um, hate to say it. Um, fuck you, Caleb. Um, <laughs> fuck you, hot. USC. No, nah, I mean, I don't really hate you, Caleb. I, I hate you, Lincoln, though, for real. Um, but uh, he looked really good. Um, he looked really good the first week. I don't see him having much trouble in the Pac-12. It's a very weak defensive conference. Um, the Big 12 is a close competition as far as defensive. But they're, like he, he's got a cakewalk to the Heisman as long as they don't get some stupid upset. Two, I got C.J. Stroud. I mean, what what can you say about him? I mean, he didn't do anything bad. and he he's, great, he's looking great. Like, he had a great game. So. Stetson Bennett, I have at three. He didn't have like the craziest performance ever, but he he did did what he needed to do against a shitty team, and he looked pretty fucking good the first week. Um, I see no reason to take him out of my rankings until he does something terrible. Then four is where things kind of stray off because I have a tie at five, um, which I think I had a tie at five last week as well. Um, Four, I have Marvin Harrison Jr. for Ohio State. He looked really, really good. Um, I didn't even know Marvin Harrison had a son. 
Hall of Fame uh, receiver for the Colts. Um, yeah. Great, great player. He's looking really good. Um, I'm curious to see if he keep it up as he also has a lot of other receivers he has to kind of share stats with. So I don't know if he'll be able to keep it up the whole season, but he was looking really good. And then five, I have a tie between Raheem Sanders at Arkansas and Bryce Young. Um, Bryce Young didn't play great, but he also he was not the reason Alabama was in that situation. He didn't throw any interceptions. He was smart with the ball, and he had a clutch drive at the end. Um, he's one of those players where he could easily be like my number two next week, number three. He could work his way back up. I took Bijan Robinson out and Jordan Travis out from last week. Jordan Travis didn't play, so he just kind of got a monkey there. And then Bijan Robinson, he looked okay. He just he struggled a little bit early on and. He's another one of those guys. He could work his way back in, but for now, I was just more impressed by the other guys on my list. Yeah, I mean, also you got to look at Alabama's defensive line on Bijan Robinson's aspect. Like, yeah, their NFL talent defensive line, and like, he was still able to post over 100 yards. Um, and I don't think Texas has a super good offensive line, but uh, I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll see as the season goes on, and he's kind of playing, you know, some middle of the road teams and see if he's like having a, a really good season or if he's just going to have an average you know average in 100 yards a game type thing i mean he's easily going to be a first round pick in the draft i don't know if he's going this year i'm assuming he's going this year i think he's a senior or junior um yeah we'll see i mean i, I don't see why he wouldn't go in the first round i mean I almost he, he might be conserving himself for that i mean I don't know why you would. I mean, this was Texas's year. I mean, they were supposed to be back. I mean, maybe after seeing Quinn Ewers go down, he's probably like, ah, fuck it. I'm just they, they might be back. I mean, have you looked into uh, Ewers? Like, is he coming back? I haven't actually even looked into that. Uh, I heard he had a clavicle sprain. Um, I don't I don't know how close it might be to a fracture or broken. It's probably uh, like at it, least a five-week injury. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, broken collarbones, collarbones are anywhere like six to eight weeks. And if it's even something similar to that, then, you know, that's a good majority of the season. It's almost all this. It's like half the season. Which, I mean, Texas looked good enough to where I think in the Big 12, they could hang without them. Um, it's just those Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor. I It's going to be hard it, uh... to compete without a great quarterback. If they can get, you know, to when he's coming back, like say he say he misses, you know, four games, that's yeah, UTSA at Texas Tech, West Virginia home, and then at Oklahoma. And then he'd be coming back for Iowa State, OK, OK State, and Kansas State. So, I mean, they, they'd probably lose to Oklahoma with, you know, the QB that they got now, unless their defense shows up. But uh, they could be a two-loss team at the end of the year if he comes back. But I they, I wouldn't see him wanting to rush back if they're not playing well and they, they have a bad record. I mean, that's... He's only a freshman as well, so... Yeah, but I mean, it, they got Arch Manning coming in next year, so, like, if he's a, if he, you know, kind of sits the rest of the season out and then he's only played two games and then you got Arch Manning coming in, who's pretty good. I mean, he's he's not... He's not nothing crazy, but... He's going to bring the fans in the stands, like, for exactly. sure, with his and name. Then, yeah, and then if Quinn Ewers, you know, does miss the season, maybe they got the, the QB bat on camp, which, I mean, he should beat him. 
and then he may, maybe starts having bad games. The fans are going to be like, all right, put Arch Manning in. He's, you know, he's fucking the reincarnation of Peyton and Eli. So, like, I don't know. I feel like if he doesn't have a good season, he's probably going to enter the portal. Like, I would if I was him. Just, like, I wouldn't want to risk it. I mean, he entered the portal to go there. Like, he, he left, what is he? He was. He was Ohio Florida. State. Yeah, and then he left Dakota to Texas. So, for some reason, I thought he was at Georgia. Yeah, um. Nah, he was, it was, uh, what's his face, though, was that uh, West Virginia's guy. He was at Ohio State, went to Georgia, then went to West Virginia. Um, now they're getting fucked on. Yeah, West Virginia sucks, is, sucks, sucks, sucks for him. West Virginia's not that good. This so going forward, we got the game of the week. Um, I feel like we got the same game of the week, but I'll let you go ahead and say yours. Uh, I, so I, I wanted to do, like, I, I the game of the week is Texas Bama for me. Uh, just because it was such a, it was a very good game, but it was also not like a good game in the same aspects. Like there was really bad officiating, uh, obviously a big QB injury, which you don't want to see. Um, and then, you know, both teams didn't really look that great. So they was kind of just beating each other up. Um, but it was a good game, you know, because it's the, at the time, number one, Alabama against Texas, who's going to be going to the SEC. They're going to be playing each other. So it's kind of you know, like a sneak peek on what you might see in the next year or two. Like, was it two years now when they go to the SEC? It's not next season, it's the year after. They're trying to work out a deal to get in there next year. But as of now, I think it's 2025 is what's scheduled. But it it could be as early as 2023. Yeah, and so you, so you got kind of a sneak peek on there, like what you might see. You got Steve Sarkeesian, who was with Nick Saban. Um, almost got him. And... Uh, on that ass, like because of that, that's why it's my game of the week. It was just there was a lot going on. It had high stakes. It came down to the last drive of Alabama, um, and then I also had Marshall and uh, Notre Dame. Big, really big upset. Notre Dame should not be getting upset at home by Marshall, and Marshall looked pretty good. Um, just based on that, I was like, it, this was a real. I watched a, a good bit of that game, and Marshall did look really well. Um, Good, good team. Take that, take that for what you will. I think Marshall should have got maybe in the top twenty-five, like at the very end, at, at the very least. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have the same. I have Alabama, Texas. It might not have been the best played game or the best officiated game, but it was the most entertaining game of the week. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. Unless you, unless you like the upsets, but yeah, I mean, every, everybody loves them, but everybody likes a good, you know, high stakes talent-filled game. Yeah, and it was just Alabama getting that close to losing. Feels like it happens at least, like, twice a year where you think you got them and then... I could taste it. Something happens at the end. <laughs> I could taste um, it. If it's not Auburn, they're not, they're not losing. It, I, was, I was so fucking pissed at the end of that game. Um, yeah, that, missed, that missed sack really got oh, me. I I was I was like so pissed off. My wife was like, what? and then I just like I just turned the TV off after the game was over. I was I was fucking I was heated. I was like, how do you how do you miss that? Like he's a transfer from Ohio State, so like he's he's got talent, and you know he's got good experience. Like I don't know how you just miss an open tackle like that. Bryce Young's not that big. Like he just I think he just got excited, and yeah. I was like, oh, I got him, and he just fucking dove for him and. I think he went I, over his head, maybe. Like, it was, like, some weird shit where he kind of just jumped over him a little bit. 
I don't remember if he tried to hit him high. I think he did, and he kind of was able to shrug it off. Like, and because you can't really hit QBs low, like, so like you, I don't know, you can't really fucking hit, you can't QBs, hit QBs at all. Like, you got you got a two hand touch him below the waist. Um, yeah, it was it was it was a great game though. I mean, Texas put up a good fight. I'm curious to see what they do. But fuck, man, seeing Alabama get that close. You're like my team's this much closer if Bama yeah. gets knocked off. Oh well, yeah, even though those will still probably find a way back in. I think if if Bama would have lost, I, I I mean I don't know if they would they would probably still be in the top ten just because it's fucking Bama. Like I could see him dropping to like six, like at the far, the furthest, which is which is crazy because if it was like Ohio State fucking lost a te- an unranked Texas team, like they probably would dropped to like twelve. They would drop Georgia, honestly, probably like with the way they disrespected them to start the season. If it was Clemson, they'd drop them to like 17. If it was OU, fucking probably nine. Bro, like, OU is crazy. Like ESPN has OU as like ranked 15 or some shit right now. I'm like, y'all are fucking haters. I mean, maybe they they might probably shouldn't have been ranked so high to start the season based off of all the, the new pieces that they got going. I mean, I see the argument. Um, but I mean, they're, they're two and zero. They I didn't play like super well, but they you know they're getting some steam going. It's like Brent Venables. If you paid any attention to him in the past few years, he's he's pretty fucking solid defensively. He's a defensive mastermind. I hated playing Clemson because of that man. Glad he's gone. All right, going from there. Let's see. Best performance by a team. Uh, I, I put Utah. Um, I I'm really really sold on Utah. I like them. They should be two and zero right now. Bad QB decision has them at a loss. Uh, they fucking blew Southern Utah seventy three to seven as they should. But I mean, putting seventy three points up after a a close loss, a close like. That was a very tiring loss. You could tell playing in Florida in the humidity, like those, those people, they were gassed. So like to come back a week after that and play that well, which a lot of the times you see teams go go down and play Southern teams like that that are not, you know, used to that. The next week they don't look that good. Uh, a, a good amount of the time. I'm not saying it's all the time. And it was a, a very close game, and with that close, you know, loss which knocked them out of the the top ten. Like I mean, that would demoralize the shit out of me if I was on that team and the QB like making that bad decision and then oh, they yeah. come back and hang 73 on a team which they which they should do so I mean the way they responded is great it's lifted my faith in Utah I'm, I'm rooting for Utah I'm rooting for everybody in the Pac-12 to beat USC <laughs> so any Pac-12 team that's looking good I'm rooting for you especially yeah. UCLA Maybe right. not the maybe not the best played game, but I I just think based off those factors for me it was my my best game of the what week. They got next week. I'm about to look at that. I was just looking at it. They got uh, San Diego State at the on the road to Arizona State. Arizona State just played Oklahoma State. I don't know if you caught that game at all. I um, did. How they look? Oklahoma State looked really good. Arizona State was a little shaky. Um, Oklahoma State looked. Pretty terrible that first game. Give they looked way them. more comfortable the second game. Defensively, right. they only allowed 17 points compared to the, I think, 42 they allowed the first game. Um, they get their defense shored up, man. But Spencer like Sanders, him. he's a great quarterback. 
he's 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 crazy. Like he he has these games, and you're like, holy shit! Like this dude's incredible. And he's got other games, and you're just like, he makes bad decisions in like the worst times. Or I think it has not, a lot to do with Oklahoma State coaching. But he tries to do too much. Like and he just makes it's a like, bad like, decision. Like Spencer Radler. Same. <laughs> Trying to force the ball into a, a bad throw or running when he doesn't need to be running. Like, I mean, he's got wheels and he's a very good runner, but decision making could be better. He makes me a little nervous going into it. This could be the last Bedlam game, which is really sad to say. Um, me and Jane are both from Oklahoma. That's a huge game in Oklahoma. Like, if you're from Oklahoma, like, Jaden's kind of like, an exception but you're either an OU fan or an OSU fan and when that game happens like a lot of people think OU Texas is like the big rivalry I really think it's OU Oklahoma State um yeah this could be the last year it's really sad actually to to see and they could always have them as an out-of-conference game like you know FSU Florida does like I mean we play them every year our last game of the year which they could do something like that which I think they should I don't see what they absolutely they should it looks it seems at the moment that the teams or that the schools are a little bitter with each other. I'm hoping they can work something out. OSU is obviously lose. OSU is losing a lot of money from this. I mean, OU is too, but OU also still has the Texas game and some other thing and the SEC like Bama, A and M. OSU that's their main rival, and they're not going to have anybody else of that level in the Big Twelve. Even even the four teams added in. It's Houston, yeah. BYU, um, Cincinnati, which that that could be a respectable team. And BYU's who's the other one? Uh, uh, Central Florida, Central Florida. Which at the time Florida when they passed. added them, they looked really good. <laughs> at this current moment, I don't know. Um, I don't think they'll be good for a while. I mean, maybe going to the uh, the Big Twelve will improve their recruiting, but yeah. and then OSU, I think they should just try to go to the Big Ten. I mean, if if mm-hmm. OU goes to SEC, I'd be like, yo. <laughs> Let us come oh. over there. <laughs> Please. So, uh, I mean, I'm kind of down to go off on a little tangent on this with the whole conference realignment thing at the moment. Um, it looks like we're gearing up to have two just super conferences, a Big Ten and SEC. Um, and this could kind of transition into our favorite team stuff. What do you think Florida State should do at this moment? Should they be making a move to one of those two teams, or do you think they can make things work in the ACC? Uh, I think if nobody else leaves the ACC, then I think we stay. But I think, you know, the Big Ten's trying to get, uh, I think, Duke and North Carolina. And Notre Dame, who's, like, kind of in the ACC. Uh, also, mainly for basketball, like, they're powerhouse basketball teams which draws mm. a lot of revenue i mean not nothing like like college football but their college football teams aren't great and they wouldn't be great in either of those two conferences um and if, if clemson goes then i think we should go uh, probably to the same conference because i know i know they both want florida state uh i think if we do leave it'll go to we'll probably go to the sec because I, I think we can compete in sec and the big 10 um i mean not maybe not right now but uh, depending on how our season looks, I, th- I think we could. We, we we we're building, so I think we'd be fine. Well, Florida State's a big brand. Like it's yeah. it's a top ten to fifteen brand in the in the country. I'd say top ten. Like honestly, yeah, mostly off of academics too. Like it's a very good academic school. Um, and on yeah, both I, both, I both it, sports, basketball too. You guys have had top picks. 
Yeah, we all we was in the I think the final four one year. The year it got canceled. Like I, we was gonna Isaac, I, yeah. I think we was gonna win that year. I was I was a little upset. <laughs> but if nobody if no teams leave like the big teams, I think we will be okay. We're not you know we're gonna, gonna be powerhouse conferences, but I think we'd still make playoff spots. Um, and we could still you know schedule these out of conference games. The Clemson, Georgia, Florida State, Florida. Um, but I mean, they're really the, there's like the five teams. It's FSU, Clemson, Miami, Duke, and North Carolina. Like those, those, and then if you count Notre Dame as an ACC school, which like they're kind of like half. Like they're a football. They're, they can play in the championship, can't they? Like no, I think they're I think they're basketball is ACC for or some shit. It's it's weird. they're like half in half out. It's or I don't know, mean that it might have expired. They're still trying to be. There's they they want to join a conference and they're trying to act like they don't want to. This is what yeah, I think yeah. it is. I, mean, I, th- I don't think they should. They're an independent school, and if they go undefeated, they make the playoff, no matter what. Like, yeah. it's easy. Um, but if, if those five those five teams are the core, and if they all get together, but uh, I think they got a, the ACC has like a really bad deal with I think I think ESPN, and like you see the, these two people getting these or these two conferences, the SEC and Big Ten, getting these huge television deals and all this money and then ESPN's behind all this really and ACC's locked into a, I think until like 2026 with ESPN on it like a shitty deal and like they don't want to like they won't let us leave so like they're trying to figure out either if we want to leave how the fuck we get out or restructure something um you can always get out early if you got enough lawyers is, is, is what I, I've learned about it because OU and Texas seem like they're about to leave to me, it just seems like the the fate of college football like rests in the hands of just a few schools. That's Florida State, Clemson, um, Notre Dame, uh, UNC, Duke. Obviously, are two big players in that. Also, Oregon, Oregon in the yeah. Pac-12, Stanford. Um, those are probably in Oklahoma State. I w- I'd probably throw them in there. Are kind of like it's either going to be these two big conferences or the ACC, Big Twelve, and Pac. Pac-12 could kind of stay relevant as long as it doesn't go any further than it has. Yeah, if if no more teams switch, I I think they're okay. Um, but if you know, I think one team leaves, it's gonna it's gonna domino like that one conference. I feel like maybe two of those should merge. I would um, be okay with like the Big Twelve and the ACC merging for like a super conference. That'd be fucking sick. I mean, you would even play like every team in the conference in like two years, like. It'd be weird, like scheduling wise, and then like it would kind of fuck you because like you might have one year where you're playing all the shitty teams in the conference, and you got you know no good, no good games, and you're like, well, fuck, I can go undefeated, and then they're like, oh, like you got a shitty schedule, like it's it's weird, and you raised a good point last week when we were talking about Notre Dame, like there's a 12 team playoff, so I feel like there is less incentive to switch conferences. Yeah, hundred percent. Now, like now that they decided to pull a trigger on that, I I don't think anybody leaves unless like there's a big money deal go down. It, it has it have to be all but it's got to be about money. That's the only way that they're, they're gonna leave. All right, going from there, uh, favorite team talk. I'll start off on this topic because uh, we've kind of discussed over the past week introducing a couple of new topics. Um, so Florida State would be a good transition into like some of our previews for next week. Um, OU, because Florida State didn't play this week, so there's not much to reflect on. Yeah, you go ahead. Um, uh, OU, 
kind of looked like shit the first half against Kent State. It was uh, seven to three at halftime. I had to kick my girlfriend out. Um, and I'm being dead ass serious. It was legit over the game. I was like, you need to leave. And I, I sent her back in. And, and guess luck. what? We, we scored 26 points unanswered after that. <laughs> some, some people got those weird traditions. That might have to be one of them. No, I mean, like, so the thing is, the first ever sports thing I watched with her was when the Suns were playing the Bucks last year in the finals. I was rooting for the Suns because Chris Paul played for the Thunder. I was, you know, hoping to see a former Thunder guy win. They fucking lose. I didn't think much of it. <laughs> fucking Auburn, Alabama. I was watching at her fucking house. Alabama Dude, fucking wins in overtime. Fucking third game. Bedlam, that same fucking night. <laughs> we lose. And then on fucking Saturday, Texas and Alabama are playing. Texas has the fucking lead. She texts me. I'm here. I get in her car. I'm watching the shit on my phone. And then they fucking lose. And, <laughs> I mean, coincidence. And then, then, and then we know. start watching OU and Kent State, and I was like, I've had enough. I'm, I'm, like, you got to leave. You've got to fucking you're leave. Dead, you're dead to me. Like game days. I'm burning stage before we go to the K-State game. Like, I, I'm making her fucking, I don't, I'll, I'm looking up every fucking ritual. You might need I'll, I'll take her to fucking pockets. church. I don't, I don't fucking know. Stuff your pockets with some sage, toss some holy water on her, and. But second half, it was like night and day. Oh, you looked great in the second half. The defense looked good the whole game. Only allowed three points. That's kind of what gave me a lot of hope. The defense has looked really great so far this season in two games. We've only allowed 17 points. At this point last year, we had allowed 35. Um, so that's a, about 50% less points we've allowed this season. Brent Motables has definitely turned things around. We have Ted Roof as well. As a defensive coordinator, we stole a guy from uh, Alabama. I think Jay Valet is his name. He's really good. Um, offense was a little shaky to start the game off. They, I think what's going on right now is OU is being a little conservative, trying not to show too much of their playbook, which I think is actually really fucking stupid. Well, because what, you're you're going to blow a dumbass game. Like, that's what we did our first week. We played it super conservative and only ran the ball. And then, you know, second week against LSU, we're bringing out all the stops. So, like, it's probably a similar situation. And then going forward with OU, we play Nebraska Saturday, 11 a.m. Um, Nebraska was, like, a, a number two on my most disappointing performances. Um, yeah, they just, they just fired their coach. Like, I had, you know, they, they make me nervous, though, because – it seems like when teams fire their coach, they come back that next game fucking on like, fire. They're all pumped up because they got a new coach and like some random fucking dude off. The it's all in their coach. heads too. They're like, we're better now. Like, goddamn a water boy. That's everybody's friends is now the coach, and they're all like, hell yeah! Like, let's <laughs> let's win this game for him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they do. Like, that's it's crazy. It makes me so nervous because, like, on paper, yeah, OU should just beat the shit out of this team. <laughs> But, like, I know in my heart, like, this is going to be a game. And it's at 11 a.m., which is the worst time to play. And it's a historic rivalry, like. And I don't know if you know this. So, like, OU has the second most sellouts in a row. Number one, Nebraska. That's a loyal-ass fan base, considering (laughs) Nebraska's been fucking dog shit. 
They've been ass since like the nineties. They've been ass since they left the Big Twelve, and they were they were right on the line of being ass while they're still in the Big Twelve those last few years. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't see them being an issue. Uh, you guys playing in Nebraska? Yeah, that's what makes me uh, nervous. And it's at eleven. The eleven a.m. The fire on the coach. Like I think we'll be good. Like we should win this game by at least three scores. But you I never mean, know. I think if you guys can at least make it a half and it's close, or you guys might be losing close, I think they can, you know, turn it around like Kent State. Um, Venables is a he's a good coach. I think he can make adjustments. Um, that, that's what I saw last week. We were playing bad. You know he got the guys fired up. Like, I don't know if you ever heard him talk. I was at the spring game. Like he was getting me pumped up. Like I was ready to suit up. Hats <laughs> um, <laughs> on. some routes. He, he yeah he's he's great. Um, yeah, Nebraska's a little makes me a little nervous. Their quarterback's Casey Thompson. Which I don't know if you know who he is. He was Texas quarterback from last year, so he knows OU, but he also doesn't know you because we're not it's running with Alex Grinch's fucking dog shit defense anymore. <laughs> it's a new team. So. Yeah, fuck you, Alex Grinch, you piece of shit. Not that you're gonna hear it, this, but if you ever do, fuck you. I think last year I watched the Nebraska OU game. I was actually, I had a buddy over from work and he was an OU fan and I, I was actually rooting for Nebraska and I thought they was going to get you. Um, I, I think an OU ended up winning by a decent margin, but it was, uh, <laughs> it was exciting for sure. And I, I'm sure you'll be rooting for Nebraska this week as well. <laughs> no, I mean, actually I'll probably root for OU. I, I would, I wouldn't mind seeing them, you know, going into the playoffs and maybe knocking off one of these, one of these teams that are always in there. I'm I'm just tired of seeing, you know, the same teams win. It's pretty much been Clemson, Bama, and Georgia. Yeah. Um, Which I still kind of like Georgia. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because they're kind of new blood. Like they're, they're just now starting to win championships, but I like them the best of these kind of dominant schools. Um, I'm cool with it. Their defense is fucking nasty. They, They've allowed 1.5 points like average per game to, to like score against them. Like that that's insane. Like one and a half points. They're like an NFL defense. Like I yeah. That, how many guys did they have drafted in the first round last year? It was a crazy amount. Like I know there's a few guys where I was like, God damn, how many I think guys it was have? like honestly it was like twelve or eighteen, like something weird. It was double digits. Like Did you guys get a Georgia guy? Or that, that might have been the Jets. Yeah, no, we had uh fucking Jermaine Thompson, the or Jermaine Oh my god! Uh, and by you guys, I mean the Giants. For for those of you who don't know, oh, um, who the fuck do we get? I don't care. You guys got the Oregon guy, uh, KT. I can't remember who else. Who your other pick was? Oh, it was the Bama uh, Evan Neal. Oh, so okay. I guess you guys probably didn't get a Georgia guy. I think the Jets might have got a Georgia guy. No, that shit was like six months ago. <laughs> I yeah, I can't quite remember the whole draft. Um but go, going from there, we'll go to Florida State. Um they didn't play this week. What's up? I'm gonna go fill up my drink, I'll be right back. We can get right back up there. I kinda need to get a drink too. Dale, yeah. Uh stand stand by, guys.
All right. I apologize for that uh, drink break. But I mean, we sit here for a minute. We go through these drinks really quick. And honestly, I'm not as drunk as I was last week. It's a little bit disappointing. But yeah, if you guys have made it this far into the, the show, um, comment down below what you'd like to see next week. Um, we're looking for more suggestions. We're, we're going to be doing more than just football. Uh, we're just kind of getting started. Um, football is like a common thing. Me and Jaden got, we love football, but um, we're going to be exploring different topics. Anything you'd like to see, um, just uh, let us know. We'll, we'll do what we can. Um, I know we've discussed like Jane's really into gaming, so he he'll probably do do some of that, especially like on our YouTube channel. Um, we've discussed like movies, just just different things. We might just do some random shit where we just talk about random shit. Um, yeah, I've just I've just started talking at the camera. It's a little weird, actually. I'm not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like if you got a you get a line, you just take it and you go with it. I don't know. It's basically just like talking to yourself so yeah it's, it's a little weird that, that's what i mean it's a little weird um oh you got i'm gonna get up real quick where are you, where are you going this man unbelievable but uh yeah like you're saying just the random stuff i'm excited to do the the little gaming portion that should be fun nice dude this is tobacco <laughs> <laughs> this is nicotine. <laughs> Vape niche. If the if the government's watching. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we'll get into FSU. I'll, I'll just talk about you know kind of expectations for the week. And um, I mean we're coming off the bye, so we should be rested. Uh, we our right our fucking starting right tackle got injured. I think I don't remember if it was during the LSU game or it came out after. I think he might have went out that game and then. Um, it came out that he's, I think he's out for the season. Um, really not what we need. Our offensive line is always fucking ass. <coughs> so that, that, that's, that's some issues we don't need. I almost would have preferred it to be just about anybody else. Uh, but I mean, we got Louisville. It's, it's a Friday night game, which is, you know, nothing that's, nobody wants to play a Friday night game. Uh, but those are, those are the trap games. I remember, I think it was. Oh, I can't remember what year it was. I think we played Louisville on like a Thursday night or some weird, like a weird off day and we lost. Like we got upset. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Louisville. Might have been NC State, but I was hella upset. I think I was at Taekwondo practice and I checked my phone after the after and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I, we was like projected on a really good year and I was like, you gotta be fucking joking. That was, like, a, that was a long ass time ago. I think I remember. Like shit in my ass. Come on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, look at Louisville. I mean, they're nothing. They're nothing crazy. They're one and one. 
Uh, they lost to Syracuse. I, for some reason, fucking Syracuse, people think they're going to be good this year. And I think we're actually projected to lose to them by like a substantial margin, which really doesn't make sense to me. Uh, they beat UCF by, you know, six. UCF's not good this year. Uh, we are playing them in Louisville, which I don't, I don't, I really enjoy that. But like looking at their, you know, their team, um, Blake Cunningham, nothing crazy. He's got 353 yards, no TDs passing, two interceptions, five sacks. I mean, five sacks through two games, that's a good sign. Our defensive line is looking really good. And I'm, I'm hoping we'll, we'll get a couple stacks in. Um, I mean, he's got one rushing. He's got 155 rushing yards, so we can, we're facing another fucking mobile quarterback. Probably better than Jaden Daniels in LSU, so that, that that's yeah. a little worrying. But, I mean, we, we just came off of a rushing QB, so, I mean, if we, you know, kind of lock down. Because he's, he's not going to beat us through the air. He's going to have to beat us with his feet. I mean, he, he's – I think he's going to have to beat us with his feet if, if they are going to beat us. Uh, other than him, I mean, the running backs had 164 yards, two TDs. It's it's, it's okay. Um, they got you know the interception leaders got one, so it's not they don't got no crazy defensive backs that are just ball hawking out there. Um, I I don't know. I really don't see us losing. We should win this game. I I swear to God, if if we do lose, I'm going MIA for like a month. Um, they're averaging 13 and a half a game. That's not that great. I yeah. think we can, I think we can, you know, give up 13 and a half and still win. Um, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm expecting a, you know, 35, 21, 35, 17 win for us. Uh, I think that's reasonable. I think we're definitely capable of scoring 35. I definitely think we're going to be running the ball a lot like we did week one. We have three badass running backs, and we're not going against a defensive line all in the NFL like LSU has got. Like yeah. that, that, they have an LSU <laughs> talent defensive line, and we did not run the ball super great like we kind of wanted to. And I, I just kind of think we're going to have our way with their, their defensive line. We're going to run the ball really well, and I don't even think Jordan Travis is going to need to do anything crazy. I think he'll probably throw for – uh, 215, 230 yards, probably touchdown. And I think we'll, we'll probably have most of our touchdowns will be from our running backs, whether it be, you know, a receiving touchdown off a, a long wheel route or a little screen yeah. or something like that. Um, or they're just going to pound the shit out of the ball, which I'm hoping they do. I hope they just wear them out on the ground. We're just, I really hope we just give them the business. And if, if our defense is living up to, you know, how they're supposed to be playing and the kind of hype that we got with them, uh, we, we should, we should do really well. So I, I'm a little nervous. It, this is a trap game. Um, it, I, in every manner of the word, this is a trap game. And like, who the fuck plays Friday? Who Friday in the afternoon? Is that just an ACC thing? Like, I feel like I see a lot of ACC games that are Pac-12 and ACC like heavily on Fridays. I guess. And then Louisville played last Friday too. Like, or the on the on the ninth. Yeah, that was last Friday. This ain't high school, like. Yeah, I don't. I really don't get it. Uh, and we play them at three thirty in the afternoon, so like, really not. It's not prime time or nothing. Like, it's fucking just after people get off work. Like, it's. I don't know. I don't really feel great about it. I'm a little nervous. To to be fair, I think you guys should win. Um, it definitely looks like you guys will. It'll be interesting to see the running game how it does against 
like a reasonable team. Like you, you guys played fucking Blue Mountain State. Who the fuck you played? Fucking first week, um, and then you 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 played LSU, who's like an elite defense. The next week, so now you guys got just a reasonable matchup. It, it'll be interesting to see how that running game does because they looked amazing that first game. And yeah, what you guys look at like three solid running backs. I feel like that you guys were rotating with. We had we had three 100 yard rushers in the first game. Like that that's the first time in our school history that's ever been happened. Uh, I I don't know really too many schools in history that that's ever happened for. Like you have three running backs put putting 100 yards in one game. And yeah, it was Duquesne. Like that it's like a high school team almost. <laughs> I forgot their fucking. <laughs> I, I did too. I just had to look it up. I, See, it I like, kept thinking it was Old Dominion, but that was like a different team that played Old Dominion. Old Dominion fucking upset Virginia Tech. Yeah, right? yeah, that's Old what Do- it was. Yeah, Old yeah, Dominion's yeah. not that bad. Um, I don't know. It's it's just it's got a weird feeling about it. Like, it's I don't know what it to be like last year, but last year was different. Like, cause we we played Notre Dame close, and that ruined us. Like, I think that that tanked our morale, and then we got upset by fucking an FCS school the week after for the first time in our history. So, I mean, Louisville's not an FCS school. I don't, I don't know if we're going to be, you know, coming high off that win that we weren't supposed to win and drop a loss on Louisville. And then it's just going to tank our season. Like if we lose this game, we might beat Boston college. I think we have to, if we lose and we're, uh, we have that bad momentum, we'll lose the Lake Forest. We'll lose the NC state. We'll lose the Clemson. We'll probably beat Georgia Tech, probably lose to Miami and Syracuse, beat Louisiana, and then lose to Florida. Like, I, it, have, I, we, I, I mean, I, I, I see, I see where you're going. Um, I think we have to win. I don't think you guys are going to lose. I think this is a lot mentally tougher Florida State team that we've seen probably since like the 2014, 2014. 2015, around around that era. Um, this is the best looking team I think I've seen since since the, the first, like, playoff appearance by Florida State, like, that first year they had the playoffs. I don't Lost think – Oregon. Yeah, I don't think there's been a better Florida State team in a while. I mean, you guys have had, what, two or three losing seasons in a row or, some, or just not very good seasons. We've, we've not been good. Like I said, in, like, eight years. Like, we've been just average as fuck losing seasons. Um. Yeah, it hasn't been looking good. And we've had talent on our rosters, too. Like, this isn't even – I don't think this is even our most talented team we've had since then. I think we just have a, a better coach. We have – we got a culture rebuilt. Um, we, you know, Norvell is kind of getting his guys in. We're kind of getting Taggart's guys out that he brought in for his short stint. And then, yeah, he was kind of behind the eight ball on his coaching <laughs> tenure as well. So – and Jimbo Fisher just fucked us from, from uh, as soon as that national championship was over. And even that year, we had a lot of problems. We had a lot of off the field issues. Like, <laughs> was that the fucker right in the pussy year? Yeah, yeah. Was, that, was, that was the year we, we won the championship. And then I'm pretty sure that was it. Might have been the year after. That was the year after. That was the year after. Yeah, because we were supposed to. We supposed we was gonna repeat. Oh, it was supposed to happen, and then we fucking get blown out by Oregon in the in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, like it just it was bad like it was just bad juju and then it got Jimbo fucked us and then left and then or left in a void Tiger couldn't fix it and I don't know 
I think I think we're I think we're back. Off to a good start. Um, I think it kind of goes back to what we we're saying about the five star talent isn't quite as important as what the coach is actually doing. And I, I the will players say, will to win. Like, I will say off that topic, I think the transfer portal is going to be way more impactful than recruiting. Like hundred percent. Like our our whole team is like rebuilt from transfers. Oh yeah. Jermaine Johnson, that's his fucking name. Transfer from Georgia and yeah. first round pick in the NFL. Like, like a lot of our a lot of our big players are transfers from other schools that maybe were second stringers and now they're starters on our team and fucking balling out. And well, that's a lot of teams in college football. They got a lot of transfers. You see a lot of Ohio State transfers, like a lot. Um, just because their their skill positions are really deep and really good, and they're bringing so many guys in, like there's only so much room to start. So somebody's gonna yeah. leave. If you're not starting by a sophomore, you kind of gotta go. We've seen it time and time again, and I mean the transfer portal. I mean, like look at it's a team insane. like USC. They were four and eight last year. We're talking about them maybe going to the playoffs this year, and yeah, I think probably like sixty percent of their team is from the transfer portal. Um. Addison, that is their receiver. I think his name is Jordan Addison. I, I, I'm probably not getting the first name right. That dude's going crazy, by the way. I just thought I'd mention that. I think he had like three touchdowns, like something crazy. What school did he come from? Probably from I think he was. Actually, I think he was actually from USC. I, I think he's one of the guys that stayed. Um, no, let me see, let me see if I can find him. Yeah, I think he stayed from last year. Let's see, there he is. Yeah, Jordan Addison. Addison, he's a junior. Uh, he came from Pitt. Mm, interesting, because Slovis went from USC to Pitt. <laughs> Holy shit. He, last year, he had fucking almost 1,593 receiving yards and 17 touchdowns. What the fuck? Actually, now that you say this, I remember this. Because this was like, this turned into a big ass deal about like tampering or something. Like Lincoln Riley was talking to him before the fucking uh, whatever the the yeah. fucking. Which I mean, everybody knows they're talking to them like probably throughout the fucking season. But that's incredible. And I mean, like his first year, he only had six hundred sixty six yards on sixty receptions, and then the next year, he only had forty more receptions and more than doubled his fucking receiving yards. And Looking now he's like got NFL prospects. Hey, he's he's already double, he's already tied his touchdowns from his first year. Um, he's fucking on twelve receptions, two hundred twenty six yards, four TDs. Like that's that's pretty. He's good. kind of on my Heisman like lower tier. Um, going from there, or right, go ahead, go ahead, finish your. your I was thought. just gonna say if he can even get remotely close to what Devonte Smith did that year, I think he could Heisman he could pull. It. it that was a refreshing year to see somebody besides quarterback, which I love quarterbacks like. Jade knows me. I'm like quarterback all day, every day. But like, it's, it's it gets a little tiresome. It's just automatically quarterback. It's just a quarterback award. I I want to see you like defensive players win it, man. Like I I love defensive players. Like that's my shit. Charles I just, Woodson. There's been one since him, right? Yeah, he's the only one ever. I think. Yeah, I mean, I I thought Aiden Hutchinson had a, a solid chance for it. Great player. Um, he looked really solid in that first uh, that first okay. game, Detroit. I think, other, I think other than him, it was like anti Teo, like the last one that made the, the the final final four. 
Yeah, he was he was the year Johnny Manziel won. I think he was like number two. I think he was a runner up. Yeah, it was him, Colin Klein. I don't even know if you remember remember yeah, him Kansas, at all. K State. State. Yeah. yeah, I fucking um, hated that case. I forgot. Team. I forgot about that dude, kind of. But I got reminded watching that Manti Teo documentary. Is that when Andrew Luck was at Stanford? Yeah, I think, I think, I think that was his last year. I think K State upset Stanford that year, and I was because like I did not want Stanford to to make the fucking championship game. I don't know why I didn't like Stanford. And and then they lost off of like I think a field goal or a missed field goal. It's like K State ruined their season too. Some, I, some, something like that. It yeah. was like it it was like Stanford was big that year. Oregon was really big that year. K State was really big. It was really um, weird. And then that was the year before, like the missed uh, field goal by Auburn. So I can't remember how good Alabama was that year. Actually, they won the championship that year. Never mind. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, that was probably because they like, blew uh, Notre Dame out. 2011 or so, 2010 maybe. 2000. I feel like it was 2012. So I feel like you're at my house, like during like some of those big games, like during the season. Yeah, I just I think that I think we was in high school for sure. We were definitely in high school. So, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, going from there, what was we were gonna do? Coaches on the hot seat, which when I first brought this topic up, that was before Scott Frost got fired. <laughs> I, I had him on my list as like an asterisk. Like I was just going to you know, touch on him. And we didn't also, we actually didn't go over like the number of people. Um, I just picked one. If you have more, go ahead. Um, mine was yeah, Jimbo I, Fisher at number one. Um, and then Notre Dame uh, at two, their, their coach, Marcus, yeah, Marcus uh, Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, Marcus Freeman. Um, he's my number two. But Jimbo Fisher, he had higher expectations going into this year. Um, he, got, he got paid a fuck ton of money too, so there's. That. He's not looking. He's not looking good. He, I can't imagine the boosters are very happy about his start. But who do you have as like coaches? I, I had Mar- I had Marcus Freeman. Um, I mean, fucking. I I, I seen the stat. It was like the last time like Notre Dame like lost three games in a row it was like a like an insane like time ago because he. Coached the last game last year, their their bowl game, and then he's lost the first two. I think they lost their bowl game, and then he lost these first two games. So like, he's technically lost three games in a row. It was, you know, it's kind of yeah, dumb, that's but, true. Yeah, um, I don't know. A lot of people don't think he's ready to be a head coach, or he doesn't. He's not good enough. But I don't know. I I like his energy, and he's a defensive guy, and their defense looks solid. I mean, they're not bad, but it's like they have no fucking offense to be seen. And they're gonna lose more games, like they are going to. Like, they have good teams on their schedule, and they're—I don't know, especially with their their fucking starter and QB out. Like, they 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 might not win a game, like if they fuck if they keep fucking around. And <laughs> if, if they go, you know, five six losses, I think he's gone. I hundred percent. Yeah. Like, if he if he loses the next two games, like he's he's done. There's there's no he's teetering on it right now. I feel like yeah. And the crazy thing is, is like the only reason he got the job is because the players wanted him to be the coach. Like they, the players wanted him, and that's they was like, all right, fuck it. I think he's actually a good coach. Um, I do too. I think he has a lot of pressure at Notre Dame. He probably should have started out at a smaller school. Um, because Notre Dame is like, I could think of just a few schools as bigger of a challenge, like Alabama. I don't even think Alabama would be that bad. Like if. If fucking if if Nick Saban got fired today, and they hired 
to do to Dollar General bagging groceries to come in there and coach. In fact, that team's going to run itself for a while. Yeah, yeah they they might lose a a few big games, but they're not going to be losing a fucking Marshall. I'll tell you that. Um, they should not be losing to Marshall. Uh, I don't I don't really don't see an excuse. I mean, yeah, he's had one fucking off season to you know really recruit, and the recruits aren't even going to be playing unless they're he's got some crazy fucking studs freshmen that are freshmen. Yeah, the one thing I'll say in his defense. I, I don't know if you – I don't know his transfer portal, it, like, status on that after Brian Kelly left. I don't know if you've looked either. into that, but I ha- I haven't. For all I know, he could have lost half his team. I don't know, though, because it's Notre Dame. They should have somebody talented enough to beat Marshall. Yeah. And I, I would imagine, you know, they probably lost some people. You know, some people probably went to fucking LSU with Brian Kelly. Like, I don't – that that does happen. You know, like, a Caleb Williams going to fucking USC, like, uh, um, but it's it's fucking Notre Dame. Like, that, that there's not an excuse. There's no excuse. I I don't know. I don't I don't see it making it through the year unless they figure it the fuck out. But the no QB, it's it's not looking good. But they have a badass running back. I don't know why they ain't just fucking pal like get in the I formation and just fucking run the ball every every down. Like you got they always have big ass linemen and tight ends. Like, they always have great great linemen and tight ends like just fucking stack up and run the ball like don't don't throw it just run it yeah i feel bad like, like i don't hate notre dame but it's it's sad to watch yeah i don't hate them either um unless they beat my team <laughs> they're just one of those teams like there's big schools that i actually like and it's very few but notre dame is one of them uh florida state's another one i like a lot that might be it. Like besides OU. Yeah, now that we're on that topic, I, I'm kind of just looking through here. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously Florida State, and like I, I like OSU, Oklahoma State. They're they're probably the, out of the two Oklahoma teams, I would root for them. Um, I, I like Kentucky. I mean, they got fucking uh, who's their coach? Is it Mark Stoops? Yeah, Mark Stoops. Yeah, he was our defensive coordinator at Florida State, and he, I remember that. We had really good fucking defenses. I really, I thought he was gonna do like really good, and like they've been building. Um, fuck Miami. <laughs> I, I like Utah. Um, I kind of like it. Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin. I, I love Lane Kiffin. I like his so style. I, yeah. He's just I, I don't know. There's something about him, and like I'm always remember those uh those skits. It was like Lane Kiffin being Nick Saban, like because I don't know why it was like they was like kind of look like or some shit. Um, I, I know. I think he fucked Nick Saban's daughter or some yeah, shit. Yeah, that's what. It was. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, so ever, allegedly. Ever since then, I've always, I've always, I always like him, and I, I, you know, I wish Ole Miss well. Like they, they had uh, what was our QB last year? He went to the league. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. He went in the first round, I think. No, he ended up going third, but he, it's because he got hurt. But he was going to go first round. They got the Panthers. Like I want to say Kenny Pickett, but fucking no. Let me let me look him up. Uh, but I mean, oh Matt Corral. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He, I think he went to the Panthers. Um, uh, I mean, really, really, other than those teams, that's that's really that's really all I kind of fuck with. Yeah, and I would say I like. I feel okay. like since we've been friends, Jaden's definitely the underdog guy. 
I wouldn't say I'm a front runner, but my teams are definitely not underdogs <laughs> like Patriots, um, OU, um, Thunder though. Thunder, Thunder aren't exactly front runners these days. At a certain point, they were. Yeah. Oh man, man, they fucking suck now. They're just too young. I'm excited for the for the future of the Thunder. But moving on from there, we had like one last topic. We'll just kind of touch on it a little bit since it's kind of getting late and um, we're kind of getting old these days, I feel like. Um, but we got um, we got NFL stuff. Oh, oh, before, gonna... we, before we transition, hey, I wanted to bring up uh, what do you think about Pat McAfee on the college game day? Did I actually see didn't him? see that shit. Oh, um, like, man. I, I saw he had a, like a belt buckle or some shit. Yeah. Like I'm sure <laughs> it's fucking hilarious because I love his show. Uh, I watched, like, all, like, the highlights of it because I, I missed it. I think I was asleep. And, like, I think they had Steve Sarkeesian out there, and he was, like, because Pat McAfee had this, like, blue, like, uh, fucking sport coat on, and I think he had, like, a tank top underneath it or something like that. And he was, like, where'd you get that coat? I like that jacket. He's, like, here, you can have it. <laughs> he, like, gave it to him. <laughs> and uh, he, was just, he was just going nuts, he, like Pat McAfee does. I mean, he's got that, that now he's, he's got that WWE personality. Like, I'm surprised they let top. him on there, like, honestly. <laughs> Oh, I think they're uh, they got him to. Rep- I think they're just gonna replace uh, Lee Corso. I don't, I don't know if Lee Corso is gonna finish the year. He's not. He, he don't look very good. He's not looking healthy. Um, he it's, it's really, it really makes me sad. He was a, a big part of my childhood. If you ever played NCAA games? He was all, he was on those. Um, which those are coming back next year. Oh, I can't. That's um, all I'm gonna play. See, Clemson doesn't actually have a deal with the game yet. Good, fuck them. They're the biggest like school that doesn't have a deal. I'm like, it's gonna be a little weird without Clemson. Like, I don't care. I don't. Mind. <laughs> you said fuck Clemson. I don't care if they're in the game or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna whoever the team that they pick to substitute them. I'm gonna pick them and just tank them into the ground for fun. But yeah, Pat McAfee is a, a much, I think he's a much needed spark on that on that board. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, Corso, he, he just he can't even talk properly. He can't really finish his, his statements. Uh, He's like kinda, yeah, kind of a Joe Biden thing. Like Kirk Herbstreit is literally like his fucking crutch. Like he sees he starts struggling and he kind of just jumps in to like take it off of him. I saw. I noticed like he, you could tell Kirk like he really loves the guy. He's like really oh, yeah. trying to trying to make him look better, but. There's only so much you could do. But also, if Lee Corso wants to do it, like ESPN should just let him do it. At the same time, he's done enough for them. Like, I I don't think he does another year. I think if he makes it through this year, uh, without you know, God forbid, dying, because I mean, he, he's he, eighty-seven. He looks, like, he looks like he's right there. Um, I think if he can make the year, I don't think he'll be there next year. And that, I think that's kind of why they want they wanted to bring McAfee on. You know, some they got a new young blood, some spark, like some they they got some life, comedy, charisma. Like none of those other dudes are fucking you know too crazy. Like. Kirk Herbstreit's all fucking business. He's like, borderline. Like I, I go back and forth on whether I like him or not. Like a lot of the time yeah. with him. And then Desmond Howard. I mean, I, I don't think he is he Hot on takes. there every week. He, he I think week? he is. Like he, he's on there most weeks. He, he's come yeah. up with a lot of hot takes. Like that's kind of his deal. Did you see his fucking uh, his projected final four? Like yeah, three A&M of them, three of them lost this weekend. Like it was A and M Baylor. Uh, I think Notre Dame and fucking I think it was Georgia or something like that. Or 
I know, I know three of them lost. They're all, they're all like, fucking out of there. I almost want to say like, he had Oklahoma State in there. I might be wrong, though. He had some weird at Baylor. It was Baylor. He had Baylor yeah. there. I was just like, my man, what are you? Yeah, so I, he's just kind of all over the fucking place. And then the the, the main dude, I can't even remember Chris his Fowler. name. Chris Fowler. I, I really like him. I think he's kind of the, the anchor of the, uh, of the panel. Um, he's the level-headed guy that keeps everybody, like... Yeah, and then they um, usually bring a celebrity on, like, every week as well, which I think they had Jack Harlow he was last funny. week. And he, he was terrible. I thought he was okay. I thought he was kind of funny. It was funny, but it was just like... I don't know. I, I, it was just it wasn't it wasn't great. But I didn't watch the entire thing. I just kind of watched his picks. He would be like picking. He would be making picks, and he'd be like, "Oh, I knew a girl that went to that school." So I'm See, that's movie. why I liked it. I thought it was and fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> and eventually, like they, I think the last like two picks, they was like, "Yeah, I know a guy that went to the school." So they was taking fucking teas just like he was. It was kind of funny, but what did he say? People- like, he said this one funny ass one where he was like. I was actually with Joe Burrow last night, so I'm picking LSU or some shit. <laughs> That's why you uh, threw fucking it... four picks, Joe Burrow. Oh my god, that was a disaster. That game was incredible, but also a disaster at the same time. Yeah, we could jump into the NFL, kind of wrap things up. Um, How'd your fantasy team do? I'm last place in the league right now. <laughs> Not by a oh. lot. Like I, I scored ninety points. I think there's somebody at ninety five, somebody at ninety six. Um, yeah. But I fucking Devonte uh, Smith. He fucked me over. He got zero points for me. Everybody Are else serious? was was doing fine. Like everybody else, I thought he, played pretty well. Did he play? Yeah, he had four targets. He didn't catch anything. AJ Brown is and they're going fucking nuts. See, I thought it was gonna be opposite. I thought people were gonna be double teaming AJ Brown. So that's why I got Smith. I was like, oh, he's gonna be wide open all the yeah, time. I, I, I figured he would do, you know, okay, like kind of like the Tyree Kill role with Kelsey fucking getting mad covered. But uh, I don't know. It's not if you want to go off that one game, it ain't it ain't gonna be a good season for him. I got one. He's got one more week. He's got one more fucking week. <laughs> That's how I feel like. I don't even know if I, was, I got fucking Allen Robinson. This one point having ass. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna even start him this week, man. Fucking Stafford racially avoided him. <laughs> yeah, my team. Not not best. Jalen Hurts played pretty good. Yeah, he did. Um, Hollywood Brown got twelve points. That's not bad. Um. Eckler, nine points. Uh, um, he plays good on Thursday, so hopefully he bounces back. Nick Chubb played pretty good. Um, Mark Andrews, he, he shut the bed really, really. Um, and then um, the dude from Jacksonville, Etienne. I don't know how to fucking pronounce his name. Oh, uh, Etienne? Yeah, yeah. He was looking really good. I thought it, I thought I got a steal. Um, he might still be good, but well, they got he did play very good. James Robinson's back, so like that's gonna kind of cut into his. And Kirk, I don't know, you know him? Like, uh, he was the Cardinals' Kirk. like number two guy. Christian Kirk, yeah. Yeah, he he got fourteen. I should have started him. Yeah, fucking this week. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel. Like, I should have lost. I I hundred percent should have lost. I I came into the the final game of the night down by a point with just Mike Evans to play. That's with Patrick Mahomes putting up 33 points off five touchdowns like and i and i'm down a point like in the last game of the night like 
and you know Mike Evans you know pushed me over the top, but like Allen Robinson shit the bed, uh, Alvin Kamara shit the bed. Also, I think he's I think he's coming off an injury, and I, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Fucking Taysom Hill is getting all the goddamn yards. I saw uh, that shit. And then yeah, my bench is just kind of fucking ass. Like uh, Rashad Bateman was like the only person on my bench that did anything. So, but I I got some uh I got some some transactions trying to pick up some people. So we'll see if I can you know maybe plug some holes on my. Team. I'm a running back one more week and then I'm fucking cleaning house. <laughs> I'll try to pick up a new defense because the fucking Pats, I I thought they were gonna be, I got a good defense and they got beat down by the Dolphins and I was like, eh, I don't think they're gonna be that great. This is this is one of those years. But, I mean, the Patriots always start off bad, like, historically. Like, our yeah. Super Bowl years, we start off bad. But this year, for some reason, it feels different. Well, so I I was going to keep them because they're playing Pittsburgh next week. And Pittsburgh's They offense. did not look good, yeah. No, they didn't. And I was like, all right, hell yeah. And then I'm uh, putting in for Cincinnati because they're playing the Cowboys and Dax out. Mm. So I was like, they're going to run the ball. That's really it. The, they need to trade for Jimmy G. That's 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 one thing. Um, yeah. They can go to the Super Bowl. With Jimmy G. He he wins. I don't care what anybody says. He's a fucking winner. This Trey Lance nonsense is fucking stupid. He's taking you guys to the NFC Championship three fucking times. Did he? Did Trey Lance do any? How did he do? They lost. I mean, I I think he he threw like zero touchdowns, maybe one interception. I got him pulled up. Oh, they put the Bears, and it was fucking pouring down rain. That's true. Even, that, that's true. They couldn't even throw the ball. It's not really his fault. He threw, he ran for fifty four, which isn't bad for a quarterback. And Elijah Mitchell got hurt. He was out for the game, so like they're, they're one of the running backs is out. So like, I mean, what what can he do? We'll that, see. Was, I think it's telling that the 49ers, I, I'm sure Dallas has picked a phone. Um, I would hope. <laughs> I bet you the 49ers are so little. Wishy-washy on Trey Lance. I feel like he would have already been traded. Yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, like, if they weren't wishy-washy on him, then why would you sign Garoppolo to a one-year deal? Like Exactly. When he, when he didn't even want to be there, like, he, it was, he fully expected to be traded or cut or whatever the fuck he needed to do to get the fuck out of there. It just didn't happen. Maybe I'm just, like, fucking stupid or something, but, like, Garoppolo wins games. Like, I don't know what else you want. Yeah, as an I, organization, I don't, I don't think he's 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 just he's too quiet. Like he's, he's not flashy nothing, enough. There's nothing about him. Like it's like he's got no sustenance to him, um, or substance. I don't I don't know which would be the better word, analogy, but metaphor, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? He's, he just yeah, yeah. Show, he just shows up and plays like kind of like Brady was, but Brady is a winner. Um. So I I don't know. It's, I think that's probably part of the reason. And and they couldn't, you know, get the job done with the defense they had and the offensive weapons. Like I think they was like, all right, we we've seen enough and you know, you like you can't you can't finish. Whether or not that's his fault or not, I I think they was just like, All right, well, we got this fucking gunslinger who's also also can run the ball, which I think every fucking NFL team wants a goddamn mobile quarterback now. It seems like I think half the league has mobile QBs. Of some sort, whether or not yeah. they're not, full, whether they're not fully mobile, but they can they can run. You know what I mean? It's really interesting though, because like the last like few quarterbacks that have won a Super Bowl have not been running quarterbacks. Like 
it yeah. usually like the running quarterbacks don't win the Super Bowl. It might be coincidence. Would um, you consider Patrick Mahomes a running mobile quarterback? I mean, he's mobile, but I feel like his go-to is to stay in the pocket. Like I feel like that's his natural like. That's where he feels most comfortable is playing in the pocket. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the only really mobile QB that has a chance of winning Super Bowl is Josh Allen. Uh, that man is just fucking. He's a tank, dude. Even yeah. when he's running, he don't even he don't even always slide. He's like, I'm gonna fucking chuck this like goddamn quarterback. Or Might be the best quarterback in the league. Um, I hate it because he's, he's Bills. Fuck the Bills. But he's he's top three for sure. It's it's him and Mahomes, and I I'd still have Brady up there, even though we've only seen one game and he didn't play that great. But I mean, until until we see otherwise, he, they they won. Hey, I I don't know. I, I've well, I mean, to be fair, their entire fucking like interior offensive line is hurt or out. I don't, I don't know really the, the injuries or the the length of time they're gonna be missing. But I know, like, they, I think it's their center, left guard, and right guard are out. Um, so like, take that for what you will. That's why I didn't want to draft him in fantasy or Leonard Fournette. But I mean, Leonard Fournette had a good game. I regret not drafting Leonard Fournette. Who did, who did you, who's your first pick, Eckler? Uh, yeah, Eckler. Um, who, who was there when you picked him? Um, Saquon, I think, was still there, who looked really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I regret not fucking taking Saquon and picking Kamara, because I'm pretty sure Saquon was there when I drafted it fucking uh, at, at the 2-1 spot. That, I think so. I thought, I thought you took him, but I guess you didn't. I took Mixon and Kamara, because I was like, all right, Kamara's not going to be suspended. Uh, last time I played fantasy, which was two years ago, Kamara won me my fucking fantasy league when he had that like six touchdown game, or six whatever. touchdown game. Like, and that was literally the final week of the fucking fantasy season. Like, that alone like won me the game. Like, so that's I'm, how like, I lost. That's how I lost the fucking playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, all right, and you know, Winston's back, so it's not fucking Taysom Hill, and he's not going to be suspended this year probably. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna pick him up. The dude's a fucking, and he catches balls like. I don't know. We'll see, but I'm not feeling too confident, confident taking him over Saquon that will. Fantasy, I'm, I'm not feeling great about, but my team, when I drafted them, they looked good. I think they could run it back next week. We'll see. Um, looking at some of the other games, uh, the Giants, what do you think about that? 21 to 20 against the Titans? Small I, I team. Know. I don't know how the fuck we beat the goddamn like i i was surprised i I didn't have the game on like i i was only able to catch five games and uh i don't i don't know how the fuck we beat them i mean we we ran the ball pretty well uh daniel jones looked okay i i that motherfucker has to perform this year he's on the hot seat he if he we don't have a good year he doesn't have a good year he's he's gone see i think he's gonna have a great year what do you think about the head coaching hire I don't even remember who he got. Dayball uh, Day, Day from the – he was the uh, offense coordinator of the Bills. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's a good pickup. The Bills have been looking good for the last couple of years with him there. So, But, I mean, like our last hire, we got fucking, I think, old boy from uh, Minnesota, their offensive coordinator, uh, Joe Judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, really, I thought that was going to be a good hire and turned out to fucking not be because they had a great offensive – you know, scheme and they put up fucking mad points in Minnesota, but 
I mean, you also have fucking Adam Thielen, and then they got Justin Jefferson, but I think he was gone when they got them. But yeah, and Kirk Cousins is way more consistent. So like, I I don't know. I I think it was kind of a fluke game, to be honest with you. Like, we got the Panthers next week. I I think we'll beat them. Uh, Cowboys now without Dak, week three. I think we beat them. The Eagles are going to be your biggest challenge, and yeah, I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles will get a one seed. But 100%. And then we got the Bears. I mean, the Bears aren't good at all. Um, if we can stop Justin Fields running on us, I think we'll be 4-0 at, at the Packers. And then I I think Aaron Rodgers has had his shit together. I don't think we win that game. But, I mean, surprisingly, like, we we might have a decent season. I didn't have us projected over fucking five or six wins this year. But we have a whole, like- re- whole rebuilt offensive line. We got decent weapons in the passing game. I, I think our defense is kind of like our our weakness. And Daniel Jones. It's a very young defense. A lot of yeah, potential not, on there, but not a lot of experience. There's nobody too crazy. There's no fucking like big superstars. I mean, we would have fucking traded and cut everybody we fucking had. <laughs> yeah, um, Daniel Jones, I think he's talented. I think he has very similar um characteristics to um Josh Allen I think like physically they're kind of built the same way they kind of have the similar play style that's kind of why I'm kind of high on the Giants I I don't think they'll make the playoffs but I think they could go like eight and nine I guess now that it's 17 games like they can't go 500 anymore, but, like, close to that 500 range. I mean, shit, at 8-9, we could still fucking make the playoffs because, I mean, Dak's going to be fucking out for a hot minute. So I don't, I don't know if they win any games without him. So we'll probably have a better record than them come the end of the year. And I don't know how the commanders will do with Carson Wentz. He looked good in that first game. Three touchdowns, zero interceptions, I think. I mean, they did play Jacksonville, too. and they that That is true. It was six-point difference so i i don't know i mean we'll see how they look but if they turn out to be bad i mean we could end up easily being second in division and potentially steal a wild card slot if we can pull off an upset here or there i mean looking at our schedule it's not fucking bad like the titans were our biggest game in the first couple weeks the packers don't look that great and rogers has nobody to fucking throw to other than himself fuck Aaron rogers it's fucking Aaron Jones. Like that man might have a thousand receiving yards <laughs> as a running back. This is this is Aaron Rodgers last year in the Packers. Like I don't, I don't I don't see him coming back. I don't know why he didn't leave this before this year. And then definitely lose to the Ravens. And then the Eagles twice. Probably the Vikings. But every other game looks winnable. Jaguars, Seahawks, Texans, Lions. By uh, Colts. Colts was the other one that might be a toss-up. They they looked bad that first game. Yeah. That was a team I had like very high on my list of like Super Bowl contenders. Right, and that's the second to last season or second to last game. So fucking maybe they got their shit squared away by then. But that I mean, if if we win all these games, we should win. We we're looking at maybe one, three, four losses. Which is fucking astronomical, considering how bad we were last year. We, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm, I don't get my hopes up, but I mean, outside looking in and seeing how some of these other teams played week one and 
how they've you know kind of historically been these past few seasons like five losses when I didn't even expect us to win more than five games <laughs> before the season started <laughs> injuries man they just they shake the league up what's uh um, what's your what's your prediction for the pads what, what do you think I actually think we'll make the wild card um but I I think we're just gonna do the same as we did last year pretty well last year with Mac. yes sneak into the wild card probably get blown out when we get there but we need we're missing receipt like since i've been a patriots fans we've had the same issue we don't have good good uh rushing defense like they don't get a good pass rush and then our receivers have always we don't have a deep threat ever no um we have jacoby myers great slot receiver um, the guy we got from fucking Miami, uh, he's kind of he's kind of like respectable guy. And then uh, you guys got you guys aren't rid of Nikhil Harry, didn't you? Yeah, he went to I want to say Detroit. I might be wrong, but he he's not with us anymore. I thought he was gonna be solid. Devontae Parker. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, Devontae Parker's been one reception, nine yards to start the season. We have a bad habit of getting these good receivers. After they're done, it's like yeah. that they're over with. Like we got Chad Ochocinco, he caught like two touchdowns that year. We've had just Reggie Wayne. We cut him before the season even started. Yeah, you guys got Antonio Brown there for. <laughs> yeah, that that's what that's what ruined the Patriots. Like that's what ruined the Tom Brady thing. I think he would have stayed had we not cut Antonio Brown. He wanted him there. They we like, cut him for some bullshit accusation. Like it was just stupid. Yeah, I, I think you guys. I think you guys. You'll be all right. I think you upset some some random fucking decent teams. Just you got you guys. They find a way to win. They're a really well coached team. Um, you guys' defense will be okay. They're not gonna be bad. I think. Uh, I think the offense will kind of. You guys got two good running backs. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson and fucking yeah. Damian Harris. Like you. That's too great, far. great running backs, yeah. Honestly, I would just fucking run the shit out of the ball this year and run the play action. Mac Jones is actually hurt. Like I saw, he's oh. questionable. Uh, after that game, I didn't see the full extent. I think he'll play, but he yes. might. He might not. Who's your backup? I think we saw Brian Hoyer as the get, backup. Get Jimmy G to come back. I I'd be cool with it. Mac Jones, I'm a little nervous about. Um. He played good last year. I was never super high on him, though. Um, I don't think I, he's the answer. I think he's a placeholder. Um, I think he's like a like a, a really good, like really good backup, a game manager. That, that's how I see him. Or if you put him on like a really good team, like I think he would he would be good. You got you guys just don't have everything that like a a, a fucking really young QB needs. That's not mobile, like. Um, got no fucking no weapons other than the running backs. And like, if you put them on fucking, I don't know, Philly or the Chiefs, fucking the the Bengals. Like, I mean, I maybe not the Bengals. Their offensive line still looks like ass. Poor Joe Burrow. Um, yeah, it, it, or the Pack, or not the Packers, but the Cowboys. They have a decent offensive line, even though they have all their injuries. Like, they got weapons, but I I think. 
I think he'd be okay. But I think he's an. I don't think he'll be the starter for for a, a while, like a long time. I think he. It's maybe the Daniel Jones treatment. I think they let him maybe run out his contract and then maybe start looking to the draft or. That, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I just don't think he's the guy. Like last year, I honestly wanted us to start Cam Newton. I'm glad we didn't. Um, but like I was, I didn't think Mac Jones was the answer. It probably um, get two to three more years unless Bill Belichick fucking gets tired of of him, or he just retires and then they yeah. they just do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a that'll be a wild day. I I don't think Bill has much longer in him. Like I think he's kind of at the end of it. I think I have, he's desperate to get that last Super Bowl without Brady. I think that's his last thing. I give him five more years max. Which he's still the best coach of all time. I don't care what anybody has to say about the, the Brady speaking argument. Of, speaking of Brady, I think this is his last year. I know, I know we I know we say this almost every year, but I this 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 is it. It, it sounds uh, like he's gonna get a, he's he's either he's getting a divorce or he's retiring after play, this year. Yeah, he's if he gets a divorce, he might just fucking play until he dies on the field. But um, I don't think he's that type of guy to you know just say fuck fuck my marriage. I'd rather just play football. Which he kind of did for this year, <laughs> but because I think he he probably had a feeling like he could come back and win a Super Bowl like this year, which I mean they they could. But. I could kind of see it from his perspective though, like I only got a few more years left, and then you get me for the whole rest of my life. But like exactly. I can only do this for a few more years, and then it's done. And he, he's good. Like you you play that good, you're not going to retire. You throw forty touchdowns, you're not going to retire after that. Nope. He throws sixty touchdowns this year. He's coming back next year. Like, uh, there's no, there's no goddamn way. I don't think I don't give him more than forty two. I I don't. You never know with him. He could yeah, throw twenty five. He could throw fifty. They'll probably have the same record either way. True. They if he just fucking finds a way to win. That's annoying. Fuck. He's like a goddamn gnat. Yeah. Um. Who uh? What what's your like early early picks for the Super Bowl? Like, give me give me give me four teams you think you think you think could win. So before the season, I actually had a the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Um, throw that out the window. Um, <laughs> yeah. so my second pick was actually the Eagles in the NFC. Like, had the Cowboys like. Something happened with him. I think Jalen Hurts, he's my MVP candidate. That's why I drafted him. I think he's going to fucking blast off this year. I wanted him. He's – I don't know if you've heard him, like, talk. He just sounds, like, hungry. Like, he he wants to win. He's looked good. And then in the AFC, if you asked me this last week, I would have said the Colts. But now – in the AFC, probably the Chiefs. Like that's a safe pick. They yeah. they're in the AFC Championship every year, pretty much since Mahomes became a starter. I I don't know of an AFC team that could beat them at this moment. I'm sure. Like once you get to the playoffs, anything could happen. The Ravens would probably be my other choice in the AFC. Um, the AFC. Bills too. It, they're kind of stacked. AFC's tough, man. Like I like looking at it like. I don't know. I might have more than like four, like, because you got the Chargers and the Chiefs. I 
either one of them can just go. That whole division. I Denver, think they... Raiders, crazy. Yeah, I don't I don't know about the Denver, but Raiders if fucking Derek Carr can figure his life out and throw the ball to Devontae Adams the whole game, they'll they'll be okay. Uh, but yeah, so those two teams, uh the South is fucking ass. Um uh, I I but yeah, before the season I would have said the Bengals, but they they did not look four like, picks. If they cannot get their fucking offensive lines figured out, they, they are not gonna have a good year. Uh in the East, I don't know. The, the Dolphins look look uh look okay and then the Bills look really good. So I I'd say the Chargers, Chiefs, the Bills out of the out of the AFC. Probably one of those three teams. Yeah, I'd agree with that for the most part. And then the NFC is fucking very weird. Uh, Eagles, I think I think they'll probably end up being a one seed. The Vikings, the Vikings look really good, um, and I think they'll be they'll have a good year. They'll hundred percent making the playoffs. I could see the rest of that division not even making the playoffs, like Packers, the Lions, and the Bears. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm hopeful for the Saints and Jameis. I'm hopeful, but I don't I don't think they'll make the playoffs. What do you think about the Falcons taking them like to one point? Which is crazy because the Falcons fucking suck. Like their defense is terrible. And then you got Mariota, who's really just a placeholder, but he played pretty good. Like, yeah, he's just he's just holding out until fucking Ritter, familiar with the you know the system and playing. Um, I don't know. I, we'll see. I mean, if Mariota can carry him, I, they might just fucking let him run next season. And then I think the Rams will they'll figure it the fuck out. Uh, the Cardinals look like absolute dog shit. Kyler Murray looks fucking terrible. Like, I I know that they're all like they always harp on you know the height thing, and like me and the, the guys I was watching the game with, like you could you could fucking tell like it, his height was an issue. Like he could not he could not see, and. He could not throw. He couldn't run. It was it was very bad. Bad outing for um, Kyler Murray. Um, he's one of those players, like, he's extremely athletic. So, like, he'll have that, but he can't see. He, he, he really can't fucking see. Like, you have to design an offense around him doing fucking, like, bootleg pretty much runs yeah. out. And then the defense already knows where he's fucking going. If he stays in the pocket, he can't see. So it is a tough situation for him. Yeah, they should probably and just lean on the run. I don't like. I can't remember if they have a running back. I'm pretty sure he's pretty solid. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, so they should lean on that when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. Uh, he's got fucking five more weeks. He's totally I drafted there, him so. just because I know he's gonna be good when he comes back. And then the 49ers. I mean, if they can fucking, I think. Put Jimmy G. I, yeah, they put Jimmy G in. I think they make the playoffs, 100%. Uh, whether or not they, they care about that and they want Trey Lance to develop for the future, that might be the way they want to go. Uh, and then Seahawks kind of surprised me. Geno Smith looked like good. a fucking stud out there. Former uh, Giants, great. Yeah, okay, fuck off. <laughs> Rudy Light streak. I really thought the Broncos would just beat the fuck out of the Seahawks. I Really thought they like. I thought Russell Wilson would come in and just blow them the fuck out. Court so did I. Did you see that play? I don't know if he caught it, where he threw it and then like the defender dropped a pick, but it looked like he was like he thought he was thrown to a Seattle player. Like it, it could that could be the thing, man. <laughs> he like, thought like he thought he was thrown to his old teammate or some shit, and the defender like almost got it. 
it was like a perfect uh, route. I think he'll I think he'll figure it out. I think there's a lot of pressure playing his former the only team he's fucking been on. First playing, game too. First game, like they I mean they played in Denver, I think. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's a great quarterback and he still has a lot left in the tank. He'll yeah, I think they'll figure it out. And yeah, that I mean, fucking who knows? Maybe that was a thing and maybe he was getting fucking weird flashbacks in the pocket under pressure and like, you know. Because a lot of times he was under pressure, just fucking throwing the ball quick. So maybe he was, you know, seeing the jersey and fucking just slinging it. Which it's a very viable. I mean, I don't want to excuse because I mean that's your goddamn NFL quarterback. I mean, you got yeah. I mean, he's getting paid like two hundred million dollars. You got to figure it out. Like two hundred and eighty or two hundred sixty. Figure that shit out. Um. So like, I I think they'll they'll figure it out. Hopefully, I mean, I like Russell Wilson, especially now that he's out of Seattle. I'm fucking. I'm not a huge Seattle fan, but uh, Seattle, I don't know. That's a weird one. That based off that one game, like they look like they could be pretty good, um, especially in that division. If the fucking Cardinals are just gonna be bad, and if the 49ers are just gonna run Trey Lance and not give a shit about the playoffs, like they really only got the Rams. And if the Rams played like they did that week, they're not gonna be good this year either. That's I'm confused about the Rams. I don't know what to expect from them at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you got Cam Akers who's hurt. Still, I don't. I don't think he's a hundred percent. I mean, coming off an Achilles tear, like that's that's a long fucking recovery. Jalen Ramsey was getting burnt too. Yeah, the, the best the best corner in football. I'm I'm a little scared. Unfortunately, I mean that's my guy, but yeah, he fucking Stephon Diggs bullied his ass, and he wasn't even on Stephon Diggs the whole game. Like they was moving him to the other side of the field, and like Ramsey don't necessarily follow. He just locked down that one side. A lot of the time, and they they was abusing the fuck out of the Rams, and then they was talking about you know the, the Von Miller loss was it showed up because he was fucking he was fucking the Rams up. Don't you think it's crazy how they set up all these games? Like, was the schedule out when Von Miller signed on the Bills? Like, they had to oh, schedule it, that on purpose, right? Like, yeah, it was crazy because you have fucking Mariota and Winston playing Week One. They mm-hmm. were fucking. Heisman winner, Heisman runner up, drafted the same fucking season in the in the same round. Played each other playoffs, yeah. Picks apart. Uh, you got fucking uh, who else? There was some other bigs. You got Baker playing the fucking his four rounds and lost and lost. Uh, I feel like there was another kind of big story. Uh, Green Bay Minnesota first game is just that's a big game, especially in their division. And and Ken and Casey in Arizona, like I, it's a big game for the division too. Like there's a lot of like big like things like kind of you know on that second level. I mean like, Brady versus the Cowboys is like yeah, true. Most, most well known team versus the most well known player. Like yeah, I forgot about that one. Uh, and then the Rams and the Raiders playing each other. The last game they played was that one that they almost ended in the fucking tie. And then the Chargers were like, fuck no. And they didn't want to kneel the ball. Oh, yeah. That Chargers Raiders, like, the, it was like the last game of the regular season. It was, it was pretty much, gonna, it was essentially a playoff game. They were both going to go to the playoffs if it tied. Like, yeah. And, and yeah, the Chargers fucking did some stupid shit. I remember. Ah, uh, it, was, it was stupid. Uh, and then they had yeah, fucking Russell Wilson playing Denver. Like there was like eight, eight, nine, like kind of big fucking first games that was like, it seems a little too good to be true. Did Deshaun Watson's first game back against the Texans? Is it really? Yeah, his week uh, eleven or week twelve, whenever it's the first game back is against the Texans. I'm like, are you guys fucking serious? 
Like, you yeah. should have suspended this man for a fucking year, probably, at, at least. That's convenient. Like, I, I just... Mean, fuck, fuck Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I mean, looking at their schedule, I mean, they they won their first game. They'll probably beat the Jets. Probably beat the Steelers. That'll be... I'd say beat the Falcons. That's 4-0. Lose the Chargers, 4-1. Beat the Patriots, 5-1. Lose the Ravens, 5-2. 5-3. Five four, five and five, five and six. I, I, I they'll, they'll be sitting probably about five and six, six and six. Come Texans, and I mean Deshaun Watson's good. Like he don't get it twisted. He didn't look good in the preseason. Um, could have just been rustiness. Yeah, he hasn't played in fucking like almost two years. I think it is. Yeah, he's he's a he's a great player. Um, normally like one or two accusations. I think you're probably it's probably bullshit. Like uh, 24, yeah, 30. <laughs> like, I think Deshaun Watson made it at this point. I mean, I how many accusations can there be before, before it's, it's like obvious? Like, before it's not a coincidence. <laughs> like, I get like maybe three people trying to get some money at you. Yeah. Once uh, we get double digits, it's getting a little fucking fishy. <laughs> it'd be even better if he was on the pads. Oh. <laughs> Everybody, there would be a goddamn outrage if he only missed six games and he was on the pads. A, fu- a fucking outrage. He almost missed six games before they did that fucking 11-game suspension. Did they bump it to 11? Yeah, yeah. So it started out at six. So I guess, like, a third party actually decides what the uh, the suspension length is. So the NFL appealed that, which I I didn't know. The NFL wasn't going to sense it. They appealed. They asked for more than a full season, like full season of playoffs, maybe even some games next year. And then they just decided to settle at 11 games. So he misses 11 games. That's such a weird number, 11 games. Like, it's, it's just so, like, that he could come back against the Texans. That's what I'm saying. Like, 100%. They was have you ever heard of 11-game suspension before in your fucking life? <laughs> no, they was looking at the schedule, and they was like, all right, uh, oh, they got the Texans this year. One, two, three, eleven. Yeah, hundred percent send it. But right. yeah, that we'll let them back as long as we can make some money. Yeah, the TV ratings. It's gonna be the fucking internet. Buzz. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. He's gonna beat the fuck out of Texans. I, I feel it. He's gonna roll in there just dog stuff. You know that's gonna be a Sunday night or Monday night football game too. It's uh ten a.m. Oh, it's like a a that's an England game then. If it's at, if it's before noon. Let's see here. Let's say where they're... So Texans are the home team. Yeah, they're playing in Houston. Really? 10 a.m.? So it's 10 a.m. Pacific. Oh, I guess it would be 11 and then 12. So 11 for us. Oh, okay. That would I, make... That makes sense, kind of. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you guess you're kind of right there. Because, like, sometimes they have games at, like, 8 in the morning. But yeah, they're, like, the... in London or some shit. And it's usually the Jaguars. They just send them over there. Like, yeah, you guys go over there. Yeah, I think Jaguars are like the honorary like home team for them. They're yeah. like, maybe they should relocate. But I'm like, you got to relocate a whole division over there if you want to. Yeah, that's a to, lot. Because like, you can't have one travel. team just fucking going like or across. They, or they'd have to be doing like five games straight home, like five straight home games kind of type thing, and then like maybe five on the road. Or or they like actually like practice in the united states and they fly over just to play their games that'd be dumb 
That would be stupid. But yeah, they, uh, they shouldn't do it. Any other big NFL topics? Um, I mean, like, we could do early MVP, which I actually don't really have one, I don't think, at the moment. Josh Allen probably is my number one. Saying Mahomes and Josh Allen. That's the new yeah. Brady and Manning, like. 100%. But barring an injury or, like, total team collapse, which there shouldn't be. I, oh, because I mean, I don't know. It's there's always that thing where you're like, you have a good team, and you're not drafting well, and you're not getting those early draft picks. Like, you're you're not going to be able to sustain your your fucking dominance because you're picking up you know busts or people that just aren't starters, and then you got to really rely rely on free agency. So like, whether but I, mean, I think Andy Reid's a really good manager, and I, I fucking the, the Buffalo Bills head coach escapes me. Um. They're both very good head coaches. McDermott? Yeah, Sean McDermott. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're both had good, great head coaches, and I, I don't think that really impact them like I'm kind of talking about, but like that, that is could that could be a case. Um, yeah. So far, that's like the best young rivalry. That's the closest thing we've gotten so far, which I don't think we'll ever get to a Brady Manning level, at least not uh, not not for another twenty, thirty years or some shit. Oh, and. They are they both in the same fucking draft class? Uh, uh, uh no conference. Yeah, conference. Yeah, they're both AFC, so they could be the AFC championship yeah. for years so, to come. So they're not going to be running fucking uh, Super Bowls like you know Eli and Brady or Peyton and Brady. Unfortunately, yeah, be knocking each other out before they get there. Cool, because it's. But I mean, that's how how or Peyton and Brady were most of the time. They're knocking each other out before, and then Eli would be be in the Super Bowl. We'd see. I don't know. We'll see. I think it's it's gonna be a good season for NFL football. I'm actually. I don't know. Like here, late, like these past couple years, I just really haven't been like interested in NFL football. I mean, I think most of it's because I've been overseas. See. I used to love NFL way more than college, but something happened where, like, I think what it comes down to with college is even when your favorite team is kind of out of it, there's still something to see in college that's going to excite you. It's going to be fun to watch. Where in the NFL, once your team is kind of out of it, you're just kind of like, eh. It's probably going to be Brady or Rodgers. You almost kind of know what teams are going to win every game. Like looking at him, you're like, it's almost always swung in one team's favor decently well. Uh, and then the 50 50 games, like, you're like, still probably going to win, but there, there's a chance. Yeah. So, and a lot there's of just more passion in college football. Like, absolutely. There's just more excitement. Like, I don't know. Like, the NFL, it picks up once, like, you hit the playoffs, but like, yeah. every season is a playoff. Every game is a playoff game in the college. You got the crowds, the fucking fight songs, like it's 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 like a fucking frat party in the stands, like almost. It's just it's just chaos. It's awesome. Yeah. And the NFL, it's like it's so professional. It's like almost boring. And like that, they the the plays that they run are so like professional, like hundred percent plays. Like they know these plays are gonna work. There's no like, oh, let's fucking try this random ass play that we probably tried in practice like a week ago, and like let's just fucking do it. Like, NFL, like, they're running shit that they know works. They're running, like, slants. They're running, like, weird short passes. Compared to college, they're just fucking slinging it. 
and See, it, it there, just, there's way less of a big play factor in the NFL. Like, yeah, the NFL is way more of a chess match. Yeah, and college football is way more just like exciting plays. But a lot of that has to do with the fact that the players in college aren't aren't good at all. Like, or not yeah, not yeah. all, but like they're not of NFL standard. Now, you, like you might the have, best players on the college team go to the NFL. You might have like in a lot of the games, you might have one dude that might go to the league on either team and in his career like like looking at both teams in a college game like none of those players will make it as in the draft i mean they might get picked up as like a a free agent or whatever but that makes it better because there's more players that can make mistakes that'll just completely change the momentum of a game or they make a fucking uh, a play and build momentum and it changes their fucking career and yeah. just, they get noticed and then they're fucking they're in there and it's it's just it's it's so fucking just exciting it's anything can happen anything and almost any team can win well kind of like Alabama can still lose like and you know like compared to like the Pats when they're at their reign if they're playing the bottom team like that team's not going to beat them. Bar, you know, like some like the Giants upset the Pats and stuff like that, but like it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And college, there's just upset fucking city, and it's 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 fucking it's addicting. Like even this next week, we're talking like these next couple of weeks are gonna suck, but I guarantee you, there's gonna be a couple of games that we didn't see coming. And yeah, it'll be. Oh, we didn't even look at the fucking schedule for next week. We did skip. <laughs> Did we, did we look at the schedule? I mean, no, we uh, skipped this. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Let's see. I mean, other than, yeah, the Florida State-Louisville game, we talked about that one. Uh, Georgia at South Carolina could be interesting. Um, I mean, they're, they're kind of rivals. You got that OU-Nebraska game. We talked about that one. Any other, any other big ones? not looking like it uh notre dame will probably lose to cal <laughs> we got a ranked matchup byu at oregon which could be could be exciting oregon can get their game together penn state at auburn that one will be uh interesting oh uh, I, I got i got the best one of the week uh ul monroe at alabama upset that would be sweet um, that's fucking pretty much it that I can see. Michigan State at Washington. Nothing to write home about, but Miami at Texas A&M. That's probably the big. At- Wait, Miami's playing Texas A&M. Ooh, I think that's, that's a good the, game. Uh, that's kind of the headliner. I, I don't even think Game Day is going there. I think Game Day is going to fucking Appalachian State. Uh, if I read correctly, who the fuck are they playing? I don't even see them on here. I might have skimmed over. Where are they at? They're playing Troy. I don't know. College, college game, man. Let's see where they at. Yeah, it looks yeah. like yeah, Appalachian State. Oh, holy shit. I don't, is that a fucking huge rivalry or something? I, I, it has to be. It has to be, and I'm, I'm assuming they're kind of hopping on this, like, Appalachian State dark horse, like, yeah, bandwagon thing. I don't know much about Troy or Appalachian State for that matter. I don't even know what state either one of them are in, quite honestly. I think Appalachian State's from West Virginia. Uh, Troy... I think they're Indiana. I might be wrong, though. I think they're in that area somewhere, but 
Yeah, not a not a fucking crazy crazy even week to write home about. I mean that Miami Texas A&M game. I'm actually kind of excited. See, about. that could put the nail in Texas A&M's coffin, or Texas A&M could use that to bounce themselves back. See, I almost don't want uh, Miami to lose. Like, I like when Florida State's playing and we have these ranked teams, and like it, it's just it gonna, boosts your schedule. Yeah, it's gonna boost our schedule. So, like, I as much as I love seeing fucking Florida lose, like it really doesn't necessarily do us any favors. Uh, when it comes, if we have a good season and we are potentially gonna make a playoff run, I mean, I don't know if we will, but if there's the off chance that we are that good, like we're gonna need. We're going to need that help. Um, the week after that, we got Clemson at Wake Forest. Uh, good game. Florida at Tennessee. Notre Dame at North Carolina. Arkansas at AM. Damn, AM might lose fucking three in a row. Arkansas might go in there and whoop that ass. Damn. K State at OU is gonna be a good one. I'm gonna be there. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. Um, K State's defense is good this year, and they got a fucking uh, what the fuck's that running back name? Um, uh, Deuce Vaughn, I think his name is. That sounds about right. Uh, let me pull him up real quick. I think it's Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is. He's a he's a he's a bad motherfucker. Got 271 on the year, 33 touchdowns. Almost a 30. I'm gonna be single if we lose that game. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're an animal. But I'll yeah, kick her out I the mean, fucking game. Fucking I mean Call security. <laughs> She's bad luck. I mean the, the fucking crowd will carry her out. They would, they'd be like, get her out Jesus Christ. Well, um, I, I think that pretty much – you got anything else you didn't want to touch on? No, I think that pretty much wraps everything up for this episode. I think this episode went a lot smoother. Uh, quality overall was better. was a little bit more organized. Um, if you watched this long, thank you. Um, again, let us know any um, suggestions you have, any critiques you have. We're – we love to hear feedback because we're we're just starting this out. I don't think either one of us really knew anything about doing podcasts, so uh, yeah, just just let us know what we could do to change it that you would like to see them maybe improve it. So I'm gonna end the recording, stay on the call, and we can kind of discuss like plans for next week. All right. All right well, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.